0: and welcome back to the film site podcast everybody my name is Brian Arsheed and i'm here with Chris Lucky and today we're going to do our oh <laughs> gentleman
1: wow
2: what's up Jonathan? is that intentional no
3: it almost felt like it was
2: i really felt it felt intentional yeah.
0: <laughs> You right. have, uh, yeah. it's been one of those things, we haven't had a guest since the last time you showed up, so I was just a lot I liked your realiza- the
2: realization on your face, your like, oh. eyes got wide, you're like, <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Money. Yeah.
0: Uh, anyway, I'm here with uh, Chris Lucky and.
2: Jonathan Smathers.
0: And <laughs> today we're going to be talking about our top 10 of 2018, the summary that we always like to do. This Jeez.
3: is always my favorite episode. Me too. It's like is. my favorite time of the year. It's like Christmas, man. It's a good
0: fucking episode. Yeah. Um, 2018 was an interesting year, and I it can't was. wait to get into it. It was. But before we do any of that, up condiments, what are we into?
3: I got some... Oh, you know what, Jonathan? I'll, I'll let you open up, because I got your, some heat. I see your list. Go ahead. Just go for it. I, I got some heat, because I, I've been angry about this since the movie came out. <laughs> since the movie came out. And the movie I'm talking about is Infinity Wars. Oh, In, yeah. Infinity Wars. Now, what we're going to be doing our, our top 10 lists here today. And I tell you listeners right now, if I damn well see Infinity Wars on either one of y'all's lists, I'm flipping the fuck out. About Infinity Wars. Now, when this movie came out, everybody looked like, "Oh man, this is so great! This is such a great Marvel movie. This is the best Marvel movie that's ever came out. Why don't you like it? You just a hater. You a hater. You talking about this wasn't good? This was so good. This is one of the best movies." And people were riding that fucking train. <laughs> were they not? Do y'all remember yeah, how much people, they were people loved? Analysis, Matt, they loved it. They loved the movie. And I'm just over here in the corner. I'm like, "The movie's not that good, guys. The movie's not that good." Then I came on the podcast, and then I was like, "All right, for comparison, this is what a good movie is." And when you talk about a super <laughs> superhero movie i'm like the dark knight and then people are like oh everybody just want to bring up the dark knight when we're talking about a superhero movie that's an anomaly the movies g- are generally aren't like that okay all right chris Nolan. You no, 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 you, no, 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 no 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 see you know you're an intellectual brian you you understand you understand something about movies you're not putting the goddamn infinity wars in your top 10 you're not walking out talking about this one of the best movies of the year hell no i'm talking about these people and i and i'm hoping that these people are listening to the show i'm hoping all right now let me let me further major, let me further go in on that ass. All right, so, so so Batman, The Dark Knight. they like, oh, no, that's just an anomalous occurrence. You know, that doesn't happen that often. Christopher Nolan, okay, but it won Oscars, nominated for Oscars. Here's, an, here's another example. What about the 1989 Batman what about that nominated for Oscars, won Oscars? Not what was, a... was that the That's the it? one with the uh, Michael Keaton and uh, Michael Jack, Keaton, was... yeah. yeah. The
0: one where he couldn't like turn around and he had, like
3: with a suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's like that's that's a superhero movie that's done so well that, that, that critics can't even be like, "Oh, it's just a kids movie." They can't even get past that, that movie like that. What about uh, Spider-Man 2 with uh, Tobey Maguire? Nom- the best Spider-Man movies? Is, is it, yeah, yes, nominated for Oscars, winning Oscars. It's like when you're that good of a movie, even as a Marvel or a cartoon or animated Movie when you're that good, the critics can't can't say, Oh, well, it's still a kid's movie. No, you have to give it its just due. And Infinity Wars is not on that level, it's nowhere near on that level. Nothing about it. I'm talking about production, the goddamn costume design, soundtrack, acting, scripts, everything. Nothing about that movie is on par with a very good movie besides entertainment value. That is it. That is it. That's it. It did have a huge cultural impact, though. Yeah, 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 sure,
0: you know, like, sure. Uh,
2: uh, well, just because it's ten years in the making.
0: Yeah, because ten years, like, like mm-hmm. it is, it is a great achievement in mm-hmm. filmmaking yes. in general. Yes. But you are right in the fact that it is not the ideal film of nope. 2018. No. Um, if if it makes it into a top ten it has to be like in the
3: bottom of the top ten it shouldn't even be there
0: shouldn't i, I see your energy you i know. see
3: your energy but uh you know i mean it might it might yeah, it, it might, might. <laughs> but I'm, I'm i'm just saying it's like what in the entire hill but <laughs> Yeah, that, I, I was just, I was just very. That's
2: kind of how I I feel like if if it had come out in 2017, it m- would have probably been on my list with the with, with the wave that I was on.
3: <laughs> it it, it, it might have gone on my list too, just because of the kind of movies that came out last year might have kind of made at least the honorable mentions, maybe yeah. you know. But like this year, there's other animated movies that that are a lot better that came from Marvel as well. You know, towards I can't even think about this Infinity War. And the only reason I'm up on such a high horse is just because the the pushback that I was getting when the movie first came out and how angry. I was and how much everybody loved it.
0: I fucking hated talking about that. You know? So you didn't
2: like it from the jump?
3: From the first day that I walked out of the theater... That's true. He day. was not into it. He was no, into I was not. Really? Because I had been anticipating it for the longest. We got all the comic books at the house. We got all the toys and shit. I'm hugely into it. So I was expecting, like, all right, we got adults making this movie for adults. Like, I'm, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm 30-something years old, and these people making these movies are too. They grew up with it from ch- as a child, but now you're going to present something to this adult. And they was like, nope, we're going to present this to the kids. And I was like, "What the fuck, are these kids, man!"
0: Was it was it a presentatory skits? I have you like
3: seen Infinity Wars? I went back and watched Infinity Wars just I to make seen sure. It have it it's, it's, it's on Netflix, by the way. A Sure oh, thing. to let you know, this movie is not that great. When you when you're on Netflix within 12 months of your release, your movie isn't that great. But Black
0: Panther was also within 12 months of the release. I will give you
3: that. That's true. Yeah, that Black is Panther true. Well, is that what that means? They just have they just have a 12 months. Them. Why don't they they just cut a distribution? Deal no, over. no, it, it yeah. doesn't mean that. I'm just like trying to build a case for shitty movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i talking at <laughs> your ass okay <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> I got gotcha. you that's what we do here well, I'm gonna- professional journalism
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know damn follow up questions fuck Jonathan <laughs> <laughs>
1: just
2: go ahead and cut the break I just need to- <laughs> but no it's Make like, like yeah, that,
3: that's all yeah. that's all I have for Infinity just Wars I'm, you know people were all over it and it's just I had to get that that yeah. energy out
2: my
0: yeah, my my take on Infinity Wars is that it was a good movie yeah. when it came out due to the like the cultural impact, like yeah. everybody was talking about it, it was received well. Yes, it was. Um and I loved the direction that the Russo brothers took. Like yeah. they did a really good job of making that movie the best movie they could have made it out yeah. to be oh, yeah. given all the constraints that they have because it's such a massively constrained franchise for creative control that yeah. I think they I think they I think they did a fantastic job In making it, it. it. And I still think my favorite scene it's still. I saw that Chris. You fucking drop water all over you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like when like right on your titty. No. <laughs> oh whatever. Well, um, uh, but fucking Infinity War. is like my favorite scene is like Thanos beating Hulk's ass at the beginning. Of oh the yeah, movie. that was nice. Shit. Yeah. It was so fucking well filmed and like just
3: <clears throat> so it w- good. It was like my, my beef was that they they couldn't. There was a comic relief scene every two to, two to three oh, minutes. Yeah. And I was just like, "Damn! Like I'm getting into it. I'm getting into it. I'm getting into it." And they're like, "Oh, nope. Let's be funny again." Yeah. And I was like, "Come that's on!" it has been man. the tone
2: for all the all those Marvel movies, though. Well, and th- it, that's our biggest gripe with them, though. Mm. Right? Really. Like they
0: they just really can, they can't sit with tonality for yep. a second, yeah. and well, that's just Whedon's, just Whedon's fault. Yeah, because um, he, he the was jump, the yeah. he was the first couple of movies that happened, and then like he kind of set the formula for that, and yeah. it's a so weedonism that your characters can't maintain a serious moment.
3: Weedinessum. Uh, I like that. Yeah, <laughs>
2: but I mean, look at the age group. They're also trying to cater to and it's a younger generation as well. I, I mean, mean, yeah, but younger I, I think that the humor are, feels justified to me just cuz of yeah. like what the movies are about. To about entertain like, it's them. about Iron Man, it's about Captain America. I mean, and kids are going to love that and Yeah. The, do kids also, like Spider-Man
3: too?
0: They do. That's what I'm saying. I I like Spider-Man 2. It's like you can. But Spider-Man 2 had a bunch of like Sam Raimi is a campy director funny funny it, yeah. it was it, i'm saying it was yeah. good
3: but it was it was good across the board and when it was funny it wasn't funny just for the sake of oh there's been too much downtime let's get another joke in here to catch your attention it felt like a natural type it just went with the pace and the flow of the movie In infinity wars it feels very contrived that we have to get these jokes in it's like they'll just be having a normal conversation and then it's oh you know what? Well, i haven't eaten this in such a cold a baskin robbins oh yeah i like baskin robbins it's my favorite ice cream mine too yada yada okay we're back serious you know <laughs> and then they go back into something it's like i'm like come on man like you don't have to do this every two minutes i guess <laughs>
0: really weird my my favorite example of that is in Doctor Strange when uh, Benedict Cumberbatch gets the cape, and the, uh, they have this massive sequence, and then he just stands looking all cool, getting after wearing the cape, and then the cape just like slaps him on the face <laughs> a little bit for no real fucking reason. Mm-hmm. It's like just end the shot with him looking cool. Like, what is that? The why is that a problem? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I see what you mean. It's, yeah, it's just like the tonality is a little. too. I've always
2: just taken those films at face value. value. Yeah. yeah, that I haven't definitely haven't dissected it. Like Chris has.
3: <laughs> I was upset. I was upset just because it was that movie. Like, this is the end-all, be-all of Marvel movies. If, I, if I'm going to be upset about anything, it's going to be about a Dark Phoenix movie because that was the biggest saga in the X-Men cartoon when I was watching, and it's going to be about Thanos. Then like, are
0: we, aren't we going to get a Dark Phoenix movie?
3: I, th- they might have canceled that. Okay. Like, I mean, I, what are you <laughs> talking about? Dark Phoenix? The movie. Not not the, for other, the, the original one that they fucked up earlier. There's going to be a whole other Dark Phoenix movie yeah. that might have got canned in the past six months.
2: You talking about the Sophie Turner?
3: Yeah, uh, I think yeah, so. Yeah, that's ha- that's definitely happening. Is that you know happening? It that? is happening. that okay, is yeah, happening.
2: Yeah. yeah, no, okay, It's yeah, cool. coming
0: so out. I think I haven't I haven't kept up with it at all. I haven't okay. kept up with Bloody Marvel, like Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. you know, just, which looks great. But whatever. Anyway, that's enough. Uh, oh, oh infinity, rest in yeah. peace, Stanley. By the way, yeah, yeah, definitely. That was, that. That was a that was a sad death earlier yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, fucking Stanley. Excelsior, bro. Excelsior! Yep.
3: <laughs> so
0: what have you guys been up to besides angrily watching Marvel movies? <laughs> Did you
3: have any more talking points? Uh, yeah, but I don't want to just like, you know, okay. just bombard, you know.
2: Uh, well, I finally got a script written. Hell yeah. Uh, yes. Really excited. It's going to be something I'll need to shoot when it's warm. So gives me plenty of time to... Pre-produce. Yeah, get ready to get everything in order. But uh, I'm excited, hey. you know. It's going to go through a couple rewrites and... Uh, I've always wanted to make something with a monster in it and I feel like I put something made something that will do it, will, with. yeah nice it'll do it justice
3: Is there a visual monster?
2: What what do you mean?
3: Like a monster that you you'll see on film? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right.
2: All right. I'm kind of uh, I'm a I want to I'm going to delay its act, its full appearance. Nice. For as long as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can do the thing with the shark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. just like a little worried about. Uh, I was telling Brian the part I'm worried about the most is the actual monster. Yeah. Like I, I'm gonna. I want it to be. I want it to look really legit. So yeah. I'm just gonna have to reach out to people that have experience with like cons and yeah. making that sort of material. And yeah. it'll I be good. It's gonna be called Fish Out of Walter. <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking love that name. Pun. Fish, yeah. Fish Out of Walter. I like that. That's cool. It's looking at about twenty minutes right now. All right. So yeah, I'm excited. uh, The last thing I made was in June 2017. Right. And just Mm. went through a long phase of not having any ideas, and this came this this one came to me the day before Thanksgiving. Mm. Oh, really? And so I.
0: So it's literally been around a month. Yeah, yeah. Made made a
2: made a goal to have it done by the end of the year, so that I can start 2019 getting into it heavily. Oh yeah. So I'm it. excited. I'm excited for it too. But yeah, I've just been writing. And that's all I've been doing for the past doing. couple. I past wish past I could I, w-
0: I wish I could say that I was doing something as productive as that, but fucking school took up so much of my time the last like oh Yeah, now you're done. Yeah. I am Finally. done. I'm done. In Graduate. I'm I feel out. like you have
2: been in school for like 5 years.
0: <sighs> Man, it feels like that too. Yeah. It's fucking took forever.
2: I'm glad to be done. Yeah, yeah absolutely. What's done. your like what what you, what's next?
0: What's the plan? Well, uh landing a job. Hopefully, as yeah, yeah, a video yeah. editor. I'm um, looking forward to that, and then uh, heading out to Atlanta, uh, I think in the summer, and then trying to get big movie experience over there in Atlanta and figure my shit out over yeah, there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and then try to bring some of that shit back here at some point. Yeah.
1: Because
0: um, I love the Charlotte, I love the Charlotte community, but there's not there's people watching a lot of things, but there's not people making a lot of things. I yep,
2: think there is what? there are people making things. Mm-hmm. They're just a lot. They're harder
0: to find. I think. Definitely. So I'm I'm excited I'm excited for the Atlanta move. Um, been doing a lot of relaxing lately, doing nice. a lot of self care. Yeah, self care. That's nice. uh, just taking emotional energies and balancing me out. Yeah. Because I I don't know if you guys remember, I used to be quite an angry feller. No, don't remember that, <laughs> at, all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that at all. So I've been like tr- working on mellowing myself out, yeah. and I think I've become pretty successful at. Not being a raging ball of anxiety. I agree. Yeah,
2: um, still comes up every now. And then. Not I'm talking about you, but like just for everybody. Yeah, comes yeah. in general, it comes back out. Yeah, every now and then, it's normal.
0: Yeah, it is normal. It's part um, of growing. Yeah, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of uh Red video Dead? games. Not Red Dead oh. specifically, just video games in general. Okay.
2: Did you beat Red Dead?
0: And I did not. Okay, I'm on
2: like chapter four.
0: Have you even yeah. played it? I uh, know. I'm like I'm on yeah, I'm on like chapter three or something like that. Because it's one I'm of go- those games I like Yeah, I take wanna, your time. Yeah. I just want to sit with it and be a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, but I've been playing Witcher. I've been playing
3: uh Is like, it Witcher? Yeah, Witcher Three. I got Witcher at the House. I done beat, beat Witcher Spider-Man. and the expansions. Oh really? I done yeah. fucked all the Witcher up. <laughs> I'm telling you. I done went through I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. Don't yeah. fuck with Jennifer. Y- don't fuck with Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer, y- y- Yenne- don't. No, no, no. She don't fuck with me. I don't fuck with her. Trish is who you need to fuck with. The redhead. Trish is where it's at. I like Trish. Yes, she, she, yes. It's not
0: Trish. It's Tris. Tris. Trish oh, Meredith. Tris. Yeah. Tris.
3: Tris is where it's at. Jennifer. No. She an asshole. She was like, "Hey, I need you to do something for me in the morning. So don't stay up fucking off with your friends all night." So you know what I did? I fucked off with my friends all night. They wanted to drink and everything, so I hung out with them. Yennefer comes back downstairs from the tower. She sees me drunk and sailing, laid out, passed out, and then she vanishes me to somewhere else. I had to walk That's- all the way back. I couldn't even find Roach. Like she didn't put Roach somewhere else. I had to walk back all the way there. And then she was like, "All right, come to the top of the tower, and then I'll show you what we need to do." I walk all the way up this spiral <laughs> tower, all the way up, and then she vanishes me back to the bottom of the tower.
0: You deserve to- that.
3: Like I mean, she, she 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 fucked with me. So I said, "You know what, Jennifer, I don't." I don't I don't fuck with you no more i'll fuck with tris then i went through all the whore houses i fucked up all the whores and everything i did all of it bro just like <laughs> uh, yeah you know y- man role-playing games for you are like proper role-playing oh yeah Yennifer, my you my bad play side some Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> so when you see her tell her i said fuck you <laughs> when you just see you from you no, no, Witcher, great game. I love that. Um, a, a Witcher television show coming out on a Netflix. Oh, picture. my God.
0: Yeah, fucking Henry Cavill. Yes. I, like, I'm that shit looks awful. That shit looks thing. bad. Are looks you?
2: bad. Why, why do you say that? He looks awful like no, Gerald, dude. Look that. at his hair. Oh, Google image I
3: seen Gerald.
1: I've seen it. <laughs> it looks awful. He knows.
3: <laughs> he knows. I want it to be good, though. I want it to be good. I, of course, I'd like it to be good, but... <laughs> It's look at, like at
0: him. Henry Cavill no. was just that. Like, that's not a <laughs> role for Cavill. They could have gotten somebody else. He, not, looks, yeah. he
2: looks weird, man. It's
3: not it's it's like. like too, that's too what, pretty. He's too pretty. He doesn't look rugged at all. That's, yeah. that's, that's Gerald. That's yeah. a
0: role for like, like Joaquin Phoenix can pull that off. I'm pretty sure. Like, Joaquin Phoenix would
2: pull off Gerald. Just, um, just someone that just looks rugged. Yeah. Like, Henry Cavill just is too, too pretty. pretty. He's a pretty right? guy. Yeah. Look at his face, man. It's just like. It's so clean. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. He needs a, he needs a,
0: but yeah, hair. the hair, that hair
3: looks, that hair looks awful. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't look like not. I, not.
0: I really hope that it was a screen test that they just managed to like get out instead of like, like what the proper makeup is going to look like. Yeah. But I,
2: I bought Witcher 3 the day it came out and then I gave it back after a week. Wow. Because I hated the way, I hated the movement on Gerald. Felt it, like, the movement is very, I hated. Okay, I, I, ha- ha- I gotta it, stop it, this. It, yeah. Gerald. It, is it, it's Geralt?
3: Girl, okay. not, it's not Geralt. Well, yeah. It okay. is Geralt. It yes. is Geralt. Okay, okay. Yes. well,
2: that's how you know I didn't play <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I hate, like, you just barely touch the joystick, and he's <laughs> running. He's moving.
3: That, you don't like, that's what I do like about that, because it's other games crazy. to where they're, like, just locked to the ground, and you have to push the stick just to get him to move a little bit. This one is reactive. As soon as you push it a little bit, He moves. That's supposed to happen. But he moves way too fast. It's too unbelievable. It's too annoying. No, it's annoying. Well, it's, it's aching. Especially
2: like, when you're in like a small. You were in like small quarters yeah. and you needed to. like You didn't need to out. go too fast.
0: I like, I like the
3: sensitivity, man. I don't know. I'm into I like. that shit
0: too. You know what I do like is the combat system. The combat system is a lot of fun. In yeah. I played Witcher two, yeah. and Witcher two was clunky as fuck in the yes, it was. But Witcher three, like they fixed that shit. I right? wish I,
2: I I do. There are. A, Seeing how like acclaimed it's been, uh, it's something I would like to go back and try again yeah. for yeah. sure. But I just, the running killed me, man. I was too impatient three years ago to, <laughs> to deal with that <laughs> shit. The
0: <laughs> thing that kills me about the game, and I don't know, we turn into game criticism now, but the thing that kills me is just like when you have an AI that you have to follow somewhere and then they walk slower, they walk oh. faster than you walk and yeah. they run slower than you run. Mm. Fucking annoys the <laughs> piss out of me. Because yeah. now I'm like running past them and just going hey, to go stop. Like, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, it's just like, all right, good. You're 50 feet away. Let me just fucking. And then I'm right next to them in like two seconds. Yep. And I'm just like, for the love of God, Tris, just fucking fly where you need to go, yeah. please. Yep.
3: That's the only thing that kills me. <laughs> and, I hate it. and while we out trying to save his damn daughter, she's yeah. more powerful than his ass. Right? Yeah. She got a whole. She got a whole other off game coming out by herself oh, about she? her. Yes, I'm she excited does. For that. She has I'm a whole game that. coming out twenty nineteen.
0: Yeah, Serious the shit, man. Yeah. That teleporting bullshit that she does, like. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Also, like, is the white hair like a Witcher thing?
3: I think it is. I think it's so. Yeah. I mean, that's I assume.
0: Like, I, I assume South too. Uh-huh. Anyway, I've been playing the fuck out of the Witcher three, nice. and it's really good. And I love like. I like the storytelling in that game is so good too. Yes. Like there's all like Dragon Age Inquisition. Love that game. I got the game just, too. Yeah. Got the game too. Hell yeah. I like the story. I just didn't like the way it was presented. I felt okay. like the dialogues mm. and like the conversations felt too stilted and like mm. I, they wanted me to make a choice. Yes. But for Witcher 3, every time I make a choice, I'm getting valuable information that mm. I have to remember. Yeah. Uh, and so like it just feels very organic yeah. and like they clue me and it's just like this option will advance the story yeah this option will just give you extra information and they do it very subtly yeah and i fucking love that shit i really do like the witcher it's okay. a fucking great no, goddamn really, game
3: it's great I, it, it won game of the year didn't it if it didn't it should have
0: it, it, it won it yeah i yeah, think it, it did Hell and yeah. i got the, i got the whole expansion shit so
3: i'm gonna be yep. busy for a while Hell yeah, man. it's gonna be lit yeah um do you guys watch anything yeah, oh yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, did you see anything? Before? Well, actually, I know you you seen something. You said you were going to watch because I wanted to talk to you about it today. Said I was going to watch Bandersnatch. Oh uh, yeah, yeah I, I watched that. Did you watch Brian? Did you see
0: that? Mm-mm. I like I kind of clocked out of Black Mirror after <gasps> the third season. Last so season wasn't great. I can't, I can't even. See it. I can't so it's going to take me a little bit of energy to like warm up to this new season. Yeah. But I hear
2: great things. I I I, I got to tell you, I mm-hmm. did watch it. Yeah, I watched it multiple times. Did you
3: see all in, all d- the d- endings
2: d- different ways? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh I liked what they were trying to do.
3: I like what they did. I don't like the movie. It was cool. But I like what they did. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I thought it was gimmicky. I was just like. Super gimmicky. I was like, oh, this is impressive. But
3: also, meh. Did you see? <laughs> it, just, it wasn't like a normal it it yeah. Did you see the ending where he's at the computer and was like, hold on, who's watching me? Who is that? And then you got the two options. You can tell him it's Pac or you can tell him it's Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And you'd be yeah, like, yeah. Netflix? Oh, what? what's Netflix? It just gets way <laughs> too meta. Yeah. And yeah, I, I didn't yeah, like that yeah. part. But did you see the one where. Um, it's all,
2: it just seemed like Stoner. Like all of a sudden he was just convinced that. People are controlling me. Yeah. It just seemed like a big stoner buddy kind of movie.
3: It's <laughs>
1: like,
2: dude, they're tapping into our brains, man. <laughs>
3: yeah. They're watching us. like I said, like I don't I don't like the the movie itself wasn't super well written, but I love what they're doing with interactive movies and television shows like that. Mm. Cause if you're sitting in a room with your friends and you get to choose what people do, that makes for a pretty fun experience. That does you know, make it? a fun experience. Because like I know I I got Stefan killed so many times <laughs> earlier on, like so many times in jail or dead early, but my my favorite part of it was um, when, because you know I'm not an action guy, don't care about action at all, and um, he's convinced that um, somebody from Netflix is watching him and monitoring his life and in control of him, and his therapist was like, well, if this really was a movie and we're watching you, don't you think you're a little boring and dull? Wouldn't the audience want to see a lot more action than what's going on right now? And then it's like, then they they show the therapist, like, do you want action? Yeah, or fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Those are your only two (laughs) options, and then as soon as you choose it, then she takes out, like, these nightsticks and like it goes full like just it ridiculous just goes it goes yeah. very absurd so then i was like i don't i don't want that you know so then the next time when i go back through it was like i I, I the, um, when you're jump fighting out, jump out the window jump out the window or attack her so this time i was like i'm jumping out the window like i'm not fighting her and then as soon as you choose to jump out the window, then the bell rings and it's just like the director comes in. Cut. What are you doing? And like this This is the fight scene. You can't jump out the window. <laughs> you got to fight. Yeah, it was it was Sir, fun. Hey it was a fun yeah. movie. It's a fun.
2: Fun, fun thing to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it just, just said, uh, it wasn't like,
3: no,
0: I wasn't blown away. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah. So no. what I thought it was gonna be is like you watch an episode and then you get a choice within that episode and then it would take you to another episode, kind of like a choose your own adventure book. It's, it's just like it's like a quick time game. Like
2: yeah, so you gotta like- you gotta like you got like ten seconds to make a decision. Yeah. And then it just veers off into okay. a different yeah. scene.
3: Yeah, you're like you'll meet, you'll have you be, you'll be with your dad, and he was like, "Hey, um, so what do you want for breakfast?" And I'll be holding up two boxes of cereal. Then you'll choose. Okay. They'll be like, "Okay, what do you want to listen to for music as you're I on the bus?" Then you sick. choose. Yeah, it's just gotcha. like that.
2: Those that those that games, that, tri- yeah. that trilogy: The Heavy Rain, mm-hmm. Beyond yeah. Two Souls, and Detroit. Detroit, yeah, <laughs> just kind of felt like that. Yeah. Oh, interesting,
0: yeah. but I'm, I mean, I'll try it. I'll give it a go. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I think yeah. it's twenty. Hold 22. on, we got, got one more thing, uh, one more and thing? I'm gonna
3: be very, very quick about it. Uh, Bird Box, the Sandra Bullock movie, Bird oh, Box yeah, came out I'm on Netflix. Mm-hmm. No, don't go. Don't see that. Don't see that. No, no need to see it. No need <laughs> at all. Like everyone <laughs> is going crazy <laughs> on social media. Dude, and, yeah.
2: Did you see what Netflix said? They yeah, said it's 47 five. 40, like, yeah, like forty-five million,
3: million like, yes. accounts watched yeah. it. Yeah, and I've not seen it. And I understand why. I mean, it's like I. This, this, this is the thing if is it about the journey or is it about the ending you know yeah. you know because the journey in this movie if you take off the last 20 minutes of this movie then i'm like hell yeah this is a very good movie the mm-hmm. journey is very good but it's the damn happening if anybody's ever seen the happening, it is the happening. you okay, yeah. think it is the happening it's the
0: bees. We gotta take care of
3: the <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Matt Damon. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's if I'm giving it a rating, it's like a six out of ten. I don't see all the hype, you know, but it's yeah. just
0: like I, I I like the premise. I like mm. the Eldrick horror, mm. like a horror so insanely complex that yeah. it drives you insane. Yeah, that's a very Lovecraftian element which mm. I really like, but I just felt like they didn't they didn't deliver on it. Like I, mm. I watched like seventy five percent of the movie and mm. I was just like not.
3: Yeah. into it. it I, was feel, just I feel like John Malkovich was miscast too. Like I love him in most movies, but I'm like, did you have to cast him as that character? I mean it's just, whatever.
0: Yeah, John Malkovich is too interesting a dude. Yeah. For like that dull character. And yeah. it's just like, yeah. I, I had issues with it. But the you premise saw, you good. saw it, Brian? I saw I saw most of it. I was like I clocked out. I just didn't care. Yeah. After some point I was just like all right, they're wearing blindfolds, they're running. It's yeah. the quiet place with some other shit. You know? Yeah. Um but anyway, you guys ready to talk about this top ten of twenty eighteen? Yeah. Yes yes yeah. so we're gonna cut and then we'll be right back with you guys <music> And uh, welcome back. Uh, we're doing the top 10 of 2018.
3: All right, and mm-hmm. uh, let me give the um, the rules how we do every single year. This is our mm-hmm. third year doing this, so uh, we'll give our top ten, and then uh, there'll be an average of scores. So, say I put a movie as my number one movie. Jonathan doesn't. Jonathan has it as number five movie, and it's not on Brian's list at all. Mm-hmm. So, we'll take that one, then we'll add the five for Jonathan, and because it's not on Brian's list, it'll be as an eleven. Mm-hmm. So, we'll take that eleven, that five, and that one. Um, add them all up and divide it by three, and then that'll be the score for us accumulatively. Right. All right. Cool, um, cool. Cool. And we'll also be doing our honorable mention list. and uh, just like I did last year, just want to give a quick uh, rundown of the best television shows for this season. Uh, I
0: forgot that you,
3: you watched oh, yeah. television. Oh yeah, I love it. Um, but yeah, a quick rundown um, the Good Place season three. That was very very good. Season two wasn't was kind of mass. Season three, they came back very very good. Uh, Barry on HBO season one. Barry is very good. It's a slow. It's very slow. It starts off super slow, but it's one of the best mashups of like a uh, crime thriller. Comedy drama. What's
0: that one about,
3: Barry? Uh, what's What's the guy that plays Barry from A *Saturday Night Live*? Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Okay. Bill Hader plays a um, ex marine who's um he's like a hitman now working yeah. for some people, and it's just kind of like comedy ensues through the danger. <laughs> you know, when well, he goes to, to
2: California for like a job. Yeah, he goes, but he, he, but he he goes there for starts a job. Taking acting classes, huh. Huh. yeah, he starts he, liking acting. Yeah. That's
3: hilarious, and it ends up killing someone that's at the acting class. And um, the Fonz, mm-hmm. hey Arthur Fonzarelli, played by um <laughs> Henry Winkler. He's yeah. the other uh, acting coach there, and it's there's just like I said, there's there's a lot of comedic presence there. Mm-hmm. With is not a comedy, okay. but you have someone like Henry Winkler or Bill Hader and all these like very very good comedic comedic actors. In a show that's not supposed to be funny, Interesting. so it's I like it a lot. But like it's a slow burn. Um, the, ne- the next one is Atlanta season two. That was a very very good season this year. Atlanta season two, highly recommend. The next show, Maniac on Netflix with um, sure. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah, Emma Stone and um your boy Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Thank you. Um, then on Maniac, the next one is Glow season two on Netflix. Glow season two was just as good as season one. Highly recommend. And last but not least, The Deuce season two on HBO. Um, very, 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 very good. I can't recommend that enough. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal is in it. Super good. All right, uh, that's it for television. Honorable mentions. Let's can, get can it. Can I just say
0: that 2018 was a bizarre year for movies. Like yeah. We've been doing the show for three years. Yes. And in 2018, like I had to go back and find the list of things mm-hmm. that I enjoyed because there was so much rubbish yeah. to sift through that I could not remember a lot of the good things that I had watched in 2018. It yeah. was such a bizarre fucking year
3: it was yeah. the um, yeah, honorable mentions and um, it sucks that these didn't get to make it and in no particular order the first one is Black Panther yeah. Black Panther made it to my honorable mentions. And uh, this one was a very, very hard for me not to put it in my top 10. It almost made the top 10, but honorable mention Black Panther. The next one, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Jonathan's fucking face. Oh, yeah.
3: The next, <laughs> the next one, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I, I,
0: I was sure that I was going to make it into your top 10.
3: It, it, I thought it was, too. I yeah. thought it was, too. I really liked that one a lot, too. The same back like Black Panther. I liked that movie a lot, but I'm realizing the best thing about it was the acting and my initial criticism of it is just is just giving you context to be able to enjoy the live aid, you know right. concert but um, Bohemian Rhapsody was my next one the next one was uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs directed by the Corn Brothers it was a Netflix release but it got a theatrical release so it can go on there oh, they got oh, yeah. a theatrical release? sure enough <laughs> but um, I, I put that on there I really enjoyed that but can't make the list the next one Sorry to Bother You um, R- Lakeith Stanfield I like the movie a lot it, it kind of did it was kind of eh, for me so like other years it probably would have made top 10 for me mm-hmm. but not this year and last but not least on honorable mentions A Quiet Place a quiet place. And quiet place. Quiet place was good. It was. Um, I had some issues with it earlier on when I was uh, like talking to coworkers, people that I knew. They loved the movie. I, I enjoyed the movie too, and it almost made my top ten. So um, it was a good enough movie. All right, starting top ten. My, my <laughs> number ten. Uh, we seen this movie very early in the year, and we did it for the podcast. It's uh, the Wes Anderson movie Isle of Dogs.
0: Ah, fuck! I forgot about Isle of Dogs. Like
3: I really, really enjoyed Isle of Dogs. It was up until that point. It was the best movie that I had seen of the year in like February or March. -hmm. Um, It was very innovative. It's one of the best Wes Anderson movies I've seen, and um, Isle of Dogs is my number ten. Number nine is the Alex Garland directed X before he did X Machina. This movie this year is Annihilation. Annihilation is my number nine. Um, It has really good things about Annihilation. It's good. It is. It's good enough that it that it knocked out Bohemian Rhapsody and damn Black Panther from my top (laughs) ten. You know, Annihilation is really good. it Has a Natalie Portman. She does a very very good job. It's a good science fiction movie. Uh, moving on, number eight is Eighth Grade, directed by both Bo Burnham.
0: Ah, oh, fuck yeah, Bur yeah. Burnham,
3: Bo Burnham. Like I didn't know he had this in him. Like it's making me think about like Jordan Peele, someone mm-hmm. that can come out of like um, a comedic background and then make a movie that's so good, written and directed by Bo Burnham. got like,
0: a lot of musical jokes in it too. Yeah, like, like his core is is really funny. I love oh, Bo yeah. Burnham. He's fucking great. He
3: he is, and um, like af- after seeing Eighth Grade, like I can't wait to <laughs> yeah. see what he go- does from here. He's, that was.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to... Know. Mean, yeah. That was one of the movies that I started watching, and I was just like, man, this is this mirror is really hard to look at. I should stop. I can see what, I see what you mean on that. I can see what you mean on that.
3: Yeah, um, Eighth Grade. Um, lo- lo- really love that. That's uh, that's the number eight. My number seven is a Spike Lee directed Black Klansman.
0: Nice. Adam
3: Driver, he did a really good job in that, and um, uh, Denzel Washington, Washington's Washington son. Washington, I can't um, think of his David
0: name. Washington? David
2: Washington? Sure. I think it's David. <laughs> yeah. David I think it's like John Washington. Yeah, sure. John oh,
3: like David Washington. Yeah, like yeah, something that? yeah, okay. like that. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, the Spike Lee directed Black Klansman with Adam Driver and uh, Mr. Washington in it. I really enjoyed that. That was my number seven. Uh, number six was the Bradley Cooper directed A Star Is Born. Yeah, A Star Is Born was that a good movie. Made
0: it into your fucking top ten.
3: I mean, it's, I didn't super like it, but it was a good movie. You That's know, I,
0: interesting. But you put that you put A Star Is Born over like Bohemian and Black Panther.
3: Yeah. I gonna say I don't I don't like romance movies. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not it's like it's same. Yeah, thing. you're gonna
2: have to justify that.
3: Yeah.
0: I
2: need I need more what, explanation. What do you mean? <laughs> like it's well a, like it's you just you
3: just
0: movie.
2: said you just said I mean it wasn't the best movie, but you know, it was good. Which mean, so I mean, like, like, is born? like tell me why it was better than Bohemian. Okay. Well I'm I'd gonna put a play Star is
3: born Nick yeah. Mm mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right, all right. Well this this is why I put it this is why it is number six instead of not on my list at all. Yeah. I don't like romance movies. I didn't enjoy this movie very much. I'm not gonna see it again in the near future. But if right. I'm going if I'm going down my checklist and I'm looking at what they did, as a director, Bradley Cooper, he did a good job directing this movie. I mean the things that I can take off from it, you know or just my own biases, you know, but, yeah. but it's like outside of my own bias of my reasons for not liking it. It is what it is. It's a good movie. It hits all the check marks and it's very well acted, very well directed. It might end up getting a, a nomination for best picture. I mean, it's a good I don't movie. I picture. No, not. It to win. I said, that's what I just yeah, said. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll get a nomination for best picture, but it's just, that's what it is. It is what it is. But uh, it's my number six. I don't enjoy it, but it's one of the best movies this year.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Good. Um, good explanation.
3: Right. Yeah. The uh, number 5. Damien Chazelle's follow-up to a La La Land last year, First Man. I just seen oh, this yeah, yeah, yeah. I just seen this 2 days ago. Just seen this and I thought what what it was was something completely different than I thought it was actually going to be. Like I'm thinking it's going to be about the moon and going to the moon is not about that at all. Yeah,
0: it's about the journey of the person going to the moon. Fuck it yeah. is. And mm-hmm.
3: I, I really love that. It's like showing Neil Armstrong from the beginning and then showing All of these people that were ahead of him, that were much more competent astronauts and had been in that field for so much longer, dying one after the other after the other, doing the same thing that Neil is doing until it was like, well, Neil, I guess you'll be going to the moon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Because all the more qualified people that were in front of you, your friends have died over these past Mm -hmm. 10 years of us trying to go to the moon.
0: What a fucking badass (laughs) (laughs) to do that shit.
3: Yeah. But hey, like, everyone
0: you know that's gone to the moon has like died horribly, fiery yep. death. You go? That one
2: never stuck out to me. I didn't. Yep. I never saw it. I, I just, I don't know what it was. Just was. It just hmm. it seemed
3: boring. It seemed boring,
2: oh, I just from the outside. It looked. It seemed boring. I waited until two days ago. If you, if you got it on number five, I should probably check it out.
3: I waited until two days ago only to watch because it seemed boring. Me and Brian talked about it. It seemed like just a super old people movie, but it's Damien Chazelle, and we've seen Whiplash in school. I think we've seen it at the same time. I know we've yeah, seen Whiplash. We've seen it, yeah. yeah, and La La Land. So it's like, it's Damien Chazelle. I mean, Damien
0: Chazelle is a great director. Yes, right? hell yeah. I but forgot that it was directed by him,
3: actually. Hell yeah. But that's uh, that's number five, First Man by Damien Chazelle. Number four. Really like this movie, Hereditary by Ari Aster. Yeah. Hereditary was such a good movie. <laughs> so it was good. such a good horror movie. It's like, um, I was talking to my girlfriend. I was like, why is A Quiet Place on there? I'm like, put Quiet Place and Hereditary side by side, and then you'll see why.
0: Hereditary is. Hereditary, leaps and bounds. Be leaps better. and bounds. Yeah. yeah.
2: Hereditary is not even. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and, and it's like, this is a movie that it's like, I both enjoyed and I respect. Uh, you know. Like, I. I love this, and I don't. I don't think I've seen anything else from Ari Aster, but I love Hereditary. This is his first thing. First thing. Oh, there we go. First thing. That's that's why. Yeah, Hereditary. That's number four. And into the number three. Three. Uh, Number three is Yorgos Lanthimos' follow up from The Lobster. Is the favorite?
0: Oh, the favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Haven't seen that.
3: I just seen this uh, this past week. Uh, Walked out of the movie theaters like, whoa,
0: fuck, like,
3: all right, all right. It's like I, I get, I get his. Like him now. Like yeah. I know what kind of movies that I'm gonna see when I see a movie from him. It had the same lady, I can't think of her name right now, but she was Rachel the um, Weiss. Rachel. Rich Wise is that what I'm thinking about she mm-hmm. was the um the hotel manager in, in Lobster. Yeah. Yeah. has
0: hol- is it not Olivia? I Olivia? thought it was Olivia <laughs> Coleman or something. Olivia yeah. Coleman. Yeah. She's the she's the curly hair lady. Yeah. Yeah. Olivia yeah. Coleman is the, cur- the the curly hair lady that was the hotel manager. Yeah. She, she's about been about she's whole been whole whole. in a bunch of other British shit that I watched. The lady that played the Queen in the Favorite? Yeah, it's Olivia Coleman.
3: Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, she she was in this. She had an amazing performance too. Mm-hmm. I love the favorite. I'll be watching this again and again it's so funny but, but what was we're in the theater the things that I'm laughing at aren't the things other people are laughing at and then the things that they were laughing at was things that I didn't catch so right. it's like there aren't intentional comedic moments not that many you know there's yeah. one there's one moment when the queen's walking out what are you looking at did you look at me and he's just like staring off not looking are you looking at me no look at me look at me how dare you <laughs> you know like there are some moments like that that are intentionally funny <laughs> but the majority of it you have to find the humor in in it yourself, right? But, um, didn't
2: Emma Stone play such a good villain? Oh my god, dude, she was such a great villain. <laughs> she was awesome. You mm-hmm. never see her as like a, in a in a, like a antagonist movie. role. She's yeah. awesome. No. I
3: didn't know she was a villain to like the half. Way yeah, you don't. Movie. You don't know. Yeah, yeah they kind of. Yeah. I thought her friend. That, yeah. I, yeah, and that's what the movie was yeah. really about. But yeah, um,
0: I don't really want to see that now. Oh, it's no. amazing. Like he didn't write
3: this one.
2: He just directed mm-hmm. it, oh, really? so yeah. it was interesting to see. You could still see his touch, right? Because
0: mm-hmm. he's he's such a unique director.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two, and um, I struggled with this all night and the night before making this list and how I can justify yeah. this not being the number one movie. Yeah. Uh, my number two movie is Roma, Broma, d- directed by Alfonso Cuarón, the Alfonso uh, director Lado. from Gravity, the director from Children of Men, the director of E2 Mama Tambien. Um, he's done nothing but great work. Roma is the best well-made movie that came out this year. And for me not to have it as a number one is a bit of a tragedy. But uh, this, <laughs> and I'll explain why mm-hmm. that I didn't at the end. But uh, Roma is so good. It's shot beautifully. Beautifully, But how we talk about Criterion movies, mm-hmm. this movie is going to be in the Criterion next year or the year after. Fucking it's, absolutely. It's going to be in there absolutely, so dude. soon. And I take the reason why I didn't put this as number one because mm-hmm. it felt like the most contrived movie of the year. It's like we're specifically going for criterion. We're specifically going for these awards. It's right. I mean, but it's very, very good. It's very well told, very well made. But it's just like it was so contrived, so contrived. But um, interesting, and that's why it's not my number one. Even though it's by by grading, if I'm got, if I got a check sheet, it checks all the marks and it's higher than everything else on my list. But because you made it for that specific purpose, well, no. Do you think knowing the director though and knowing why know. he made that movie, yeah. it
2: makes still makes it seem contrived? Because maybe
3: because it, it was more about his
2: he said 90% of it was from it was like his childhood. childhood yeah
3: dude. yeah maybe i guess it's because it's working with netflix and them trying to get that oscar with uh, beast of no nation the year before and then the year before and then it's like oh here's our third try we're going to get it this time mm-hmm. you know so it's it's I recognize it enough to where it's my number two. Did you end up watching that movie? Dude, yeah. Okay, all right. yeah, yeah. I got to watch it. I use it's, like, it's, it's, it's a tragedy that I didn't put it in my number one, but it's like, I w- this is the reason not, because when I look back five years from now, my number one movie is the movie that I believe we're going to remember that That's came true. out this year. That's true. And I, that, I'm my pretty number sure I know one which one it is. It's spider man Into the Into Spider-Verse. Spider-verse.
2: I that, saw that movie yesterday, dude. You know, I nice. saw it yesterday. It's, it's my so
3: number weird. one. Is like, it's not, I don't have it rated higher than Roma when I'm doing my checklist. And a one out of a 100 is not rated higher. But this movie had an impact on movies that no other movie had came coming out in 2018. I think animation is going to have a big, you know, b- a boost yeah. as far as movies that are came out. As far as animation style, as far as directing an anime, an uh, animation movie, I mean, this movie is the most memorable that I think came out of 2018, and that's why it's my number one. It like, was so cool. Yeah, it was. It was that so was fun. Really yeah. Cool. Yeah.
2: I loved all the pop culture references, but they put their own <laughs> twist on it. Yeah. Like they had the Chance the Rapper poster with the number four. With the number four. Yeah. And then they had like a, the, a poster of the week the, of the weekend, and it was his Starboy album cover. Mm-hmm. But they said Kissland, which was a name of a different a album. Different, yep. And they had like a they had like a Shaun of the Dead poster <laughs> in there. Yeah. Because, like, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who wrote the Lego movie, they wrote, I think they wrote Spider-Verse. Oh, I love it. And uh, that, Edgar, yeah. Edgar Wright's good friends with them. And
0: that's really awesome.
2: John Mulaney's the voice of the, <laughs> the, the, the pig, the, Spider-Ham. The pig yeah. and, Spider-Ham. Mm-hmm. and they had, like, a John Mulaney poster on the on the wall. <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> the, yeah, that was fun. Cool, that's a good, list. That, was that's good John, list. that is a good list. What you got going All right, dudes. Are you all ready for Let's this? Let's do it. So, I saw... I saw 37 movies in 2008 to that 37, 2018 movies. Right. Um, that's a lot of movies. I don't think I've
0: even watched And that you much.
2: said this was a, you know, you were saying this was kind of a, a, a year of weeding through a bunch of dog shit, but yeah. uh, honestly <laughs> this top 10 list was one of the most difficult ones that I've, I've had to make. Uh, it required a little bit of a, a deeper dig than previous years. And that's kind of what made 2018 the most fun for me out of, the past three interesting um i've seen some of the greatest movies this year alone that i've seen in several years so i'm just to contradict you i I, Mm. i've i've really enjoyed 2018 um some honorable mentions uh i got the ballad of buster scruggs yeah um i have eighth grade Ooh, nice i and uh I, I did a Quiet Place, yeah. and then I had Spider Man t- into the Spider Verse. Um, mm. These all could have easily made it into my top ten. Uh, it was just a, a matter of weeding out yeah, what, what I, no. what's better and what's not. And uh, <laughs> I also had one more honorable mention that came so close to becoming my number ten, yeah. um, and it was between these two movies. And I just made the decision last night, uh the favorite is gonna be in my honorable mention. And it was no. for sure gonna be <laughs> in my top ten. Chris, Chris's what? face. Dude, it was hard. It Tom was,
3: will not look kindly upon this decision. <laughs> I'll tell you
2: right now It was the most difficult one to put in the top in honorable mentions, man. But it was uh replaced by my um official top ten. Right. Uh well, the number 10 on my top 10, which is Black Klansman. Right. Oh, uh, shit.
0: That was top 10. I mean, like, on yeah,
2: 10. Black Klansman was originally in the honorable mentions. And then I just kind of put them up against the put it up against the favorite because I think they're kind of the same in terms of the humor okay. um, aspect. And I went with Black Klansman. Uh, I thought it was kind of a savagely like hilarious depiction of a pretty messed up topic and I thought it was very well acted, especially by all the racists. <laughs> it had tension in all the right places, the, and a fantastic emotional payoff at the end. Yeah. Um. So, Black Klansman number ten.
1: All
0: right. Uh, number nine is. I'm already excited for your list. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> number
2: nine is going to be Upgrade. It Upgrade. A,
0: yeah, Upgrade was a fucking dude, dope yeah. movie. It man. was a written
2: and directed by Lee Wanell. I'm probably butchering his name. Um, he's credited with writing the Saw and Insidious series. Yep. Uh, it's the brief prop plot is Gray, a, self-entitled, a self-identified self technophobe, has his world turned upside down, and his only hope for revenge is an experimental computer chip implant called STEM. Very Black Mirror-esque. Definitely going to get comparisons to Black Mirror. Uh, is a really fun and original sci-fi film. Um they had uh, the villains had guns implanted into their arms, which <laughs> I thought was awesome. such a cool nice. touch. Uh, it was made on a modest budget of only five million dollars. It's very impressive to do that in uh, in a sci-fi movie today and make it good. So I was I really liked that. I really liked that it was made so cheaply. Uh, very unique camera angles, particularly yes. the jolty movements during chase or fight scenes I think you've seen it Brian so yeah. and it was a very cool stylistic touch during like the action parts and the chase parts um, loved it. great movie I was very impressed it was a, it was a sleeper for sure uh, in 2018. All right.
0: Yeah, my my favorite part about the movie was like how not seriously it took itself. Yeah, but still gave you like really Mm -hmm, good drama. mm
2: -hmm. Oh, i just see that. So number eight is going to be Leave No Trace. I heard that was really good. This is uh, written and directed by Deborah Granick. Um, She original. I think the thing she made before this was Winter's Bone with Jennifer Lawrence. That was really good. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Leave No Trace stars Ben Foster, who we all should know is from Hell or High Water. Mm -hmm. Mm, Uh, And it's a A father and his 13-year-old daughter are living an ideal existence in a vast urban park in Portland, Oregon, when a small mistake derails their lives forever. Uh, Definitely one of the more emotional films on my list. Incredibly well acted by the young girl in the movie. Her name's Thomason McKenzie. Check Mm. her out. I think she's got uh, a good career in front of her. Um, I've never seen her before either. Uh, Nothing worthwhile in terms of cinematography or editing. But the story alone is what carries it for me, uh, an f- incredibly emotional ending. So definitely uh, recommend watching it if you haven't. That's my number eight. Nice. All I right, I'm about to that. alienate some people here. <laughs> <laughs> oh <God>. Number seven. <laughs> my number seven. Uh, Felt so good about this one. It's gonna. It is uh, the house that Jack built. Oh, I haven't seen that. Written really and directed by Lars von Trier and starring uh. Matt Dillon. Fucking Dude, yes,
0: fucking large fun I
2: I, uh, they, the movie had a uh, unrated, one night only theatrical release before it went to an R-rated mm-hmm. R rated, run, for however long. So I went and saw the uncut director's right, director's version. cut version. The one night it was uh, showing, uh, the story follows Jack, a highly intelligent serial killer, over the course of twelve years, and depicts the murders that really develop his inner madman. Uh, sadistic which was obvious to be definitely to be expected when dealing with Lars Von Trier but it was a fascinating take um, Jack narrates throughout uh, there's plenty of serial killer movies that uh, that are out there but this one was intimately told from the killer's perspective and you don't see that too often uh, the ending requires a lot more uh, dissecting okay. uh, it's confusing but I like that I like that I
0: have to think about I it I
2: like that I have to think about it and I like that now I need to go back and watch it again mm. watch the ending again to further understand it yeah. I definitely underst- uh, expected to not get every single thing right. when watching a Lars von Trier movie but it was fun <sighs> and then fucking and Lars von Trier yeah <laughs> <laughs> y'all are such <laughs> fucking haters I love Lars von Trier I think Paul Thomas Anderson said he would uh, carry uh, Lars von Trier's luggage if he let him <laughs> like, he's looked up to man he's, he's he up there up on, to, he's up like, there on our filmmakers list I just
0: have not enjoyed any movie that he's made I like
3: Nympho Part 1 that's it
0: it's just like yeah. <laughs> Melancholia maybe <It> was <laughs> no, I would
2: I would recommend watching The House That Jack yeah. Built it's, uh, it's messed it, up yeah. and it's good uh, really violent uh, scene involving a um, you know what? Just watch it. All right, all right. <laughs> right. If you watch it, I'll watch it. Uh,
3: Cause the ratings are shit. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: they're not, dude. Fuck that. Fuck that. No, they're not. It's got a solid. It's got. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. It's got a solid seven on IMDb. That's good enough for you guys to go watch it.
1: it. Fucking 1. get
2: rid of your preconceived it's notions of 1. Lars Montier and go watch <laughs> yeah. a great piece of filmmaking. It's good. God, the, the guy that they dude, chose. look at Matt actor. Dillon, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He looks what amazing. The, what the fuck is Walking awesome. Phoenix for a second. <laughs> it looks like him. He easily, I would love. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. He Speaking he of Walking cool. Phoenix, my number six is "You Were Never Really Here." Nice. Okay. nice. Uh,
3: it nice says 2017 next to the movie, but that was in France. Yeah, that was overseas. It released in America 2018.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I'm. Classifying it as 2018, yeah. uh, written and directed by Lynn Ramsey, um, stars the greatest working actor, in my opinion, Joaquin Phoenix. Nice, uh,
0: he's fucking phenomenal. Yep. I love Joaquin Phoenix.
2: Nobody broods better than Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> 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 You're right. The brooding made him f- made his character feel very unpredictable, and it kept me very interested in what he was gonna do. Yeah. Uh, it was a violent movie, but they rarely showed the act of violence taking place, which yeah. I really I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. They either showed it from like a reflection in a mirror, a security yeah, camera, yeah. or they just showed the aftermath, and, and that was it.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Or they, yeah, they did a lot of like lingering on mm-hmm. one shot that was the setup to the violence, mm-hmm. and then Joaquin Phoenix's returns into the shot after the violence mm-hmm. is done. It's fucking mm. just... Mm. Tastes so good.
2: This uh, this helped keep the not showing the violence directly uh, helped keep the story more grounded to mm-hmm. its emotional elements. I liked yeah. that a lot. Uh, I never felt cheated by not seeing the violence more directly.
1: Nice.
2: Um. So yeah, definitely recommend that one. Um, that sounds good. There's a particular scene in it that I blows my mind in terms of cinematography, but it's really subtle, and it's where Joaquin Phoenix I think is contemplating suicide. He's about to jump over a cliff, and you see his head slowly in like extreme slow motion emerge out of a shadow. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very short very shot, but man, I loved it so much. And nice. the scene where this mom in the lake was also yeah. so good. That scene in the lake with the Dude, mom. Is so like,
0: oh my, just beautiful cinematography. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Great, great, great. It reminded movie. me of uh shape of water at the end yeah. mm-hmm. of, of water. Mm-hmm. It's got that vibe to it. Okay. Oh man.
2: God, the top <laughs> five was so hard. Uh, any of these could have easily been number one. Mm. Um, but got to order them. And uh, <laughs> number five is going to be Mandy. Uh nice. written, in, written and directed by Panos Cosmatos, mm-hmm. starring the incredible Nicolas Cage. <laughs> uh, supremely edited. Uh, the best editing on my list, for sure. Mm. Um, it, was, it was very... Grindhouse hilarious. Cinema Gold. Yeah. It was hilarious. It was heart-wrenching. It was cheesy. It was violent. It was psychedelic. Yeah. Uh, and it was just downright fun. Um, Panos, I consider him a visionary filmmaker, incredibly original, and I'm a I'm a I'm a fan for life. So definitely recommend that one. Oh man, <laughs> still so, just looking at it, it was this was so hard to make.
0: I love your struggle because I did not have <laughs> such a hard time. Like I had a hard time finding a ten movie.
2: Like a so you didn't see shit. <laughs> oh, man, dude. I got, like, I got like 5, 10 out of 10. You missed,
0: out, uh, missed out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> missed out on a lot this year. Number
2: four is going to be American Animals, written and directed by Bart Layton. The movie was primarily filmed in Charlotte, which I loved. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it stars, it's about four young men mistake their lives for a movie and attempt one of the most audacious heists in U.S. history. It's a true story. And one thing that I really loved about the movie was that it was simultaneously cut it's simultaneously cut between the actors' to interviews with the real men the movie is based on. Oh, really? I thought that was a very interesting editing choice. I liked that a lot. Such an intense ending, like pull your hair out anxiety with the ending so good. Um, I don't I think it got kind of moderate reviews on IMDb mm-hmm. and but I loved it. I gave it a 10 out of 10 when I saw it. I loved it so much. Nice. Oh, God, the top three. <laughs> All right. Number three is going to be Hereditary, All right. nice. written and directed by Ari Aster. Um, this movie is absolutely, I've heard contradicting statements about it, contradicting statements about it, mm? but everything about this movie, everything, it's everything that modern horror should strive to be. Absolutely. Mm? So fucking evil, visceral, and disturbing from beginning to end. Yeah. Uh, it's his debut project, and he couldn't have made a bigger impact. Um, the biggest plus for me with this movie, the scares were emotionally justified. Mm. Not a single scare jump, and I loved that. It was so so good, and they set the precedent for all future horror. Um, uh, we'll yeah, absolutely. absolutely watch everything he makes. Um, going forward, yeah, man,
0: that was his first fucking film, first yeah, movie, That's amazing. That is.
2: Um, number, oh, man. I went back and forth. I even rewrote it a couple times um, between these last two movies. But uh, I'm, I'm going the same as Chris. Number two is going to be Roma. Ooh, bam. Written and directed by Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah. Cuaron. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's the um, only film credit for majority of the actors, uh, which I thought was very impressive given how amazing it was. Uh, the fucking black and white picture yeah. looked so good. Um, so fucking gorgeous. Yep. Alfonso was also the cinematographer and it was the best cinematography out of any movie I've seen this year. Not even close. Yeah. Uh, really impressed by that. And um, one thing I want to talk about with, with this movie was Emmanuel Lubezki, who's one of the greatest working cinematographers right now. He mm-hmm. won three straight uh, most recently mm-hmm. uh, Oscars for cinematography. He uh, stated that the camera behaved almost like a consciousness that is revisiting the story. And Alfonso said that the camera is like the ghost of the present that is visiting the past without getting involved, just observing, not trying to make a judgment or commentary. Interesting. And when I read these descriptions about the cameras, I can see it when I watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it was mostly wide shots, and it was most of the wide shots were panning over a scene, and so much happens during the pan... Uh, That just blew me away. Um, The lead, the lead actress. She was so good. Never done anything before. Her name's Yalitsa. I'm gonna fuck up her name. Yalitsa. Aparici. Mm. Sorry, I'm white. Uh, (laughs) She was fantastic. Yeah. It's a sweet. It's a sad. And it's a really beautiful story. Um, Alfonso called it his most essential movie an intimate portrait of the women who raised him and it's truly a masterful piece of filmmaking yes. um it will definitely be criterion mm-hmm. it yeah. got a netflix i think it got some theater theatrical yeah, release a little it. bit okay um
0: yeah L- Jalitza Aparicia.
2: okay no. thanks Brian did you were you, <laughs> did you watch
3: this more than once
2: no because like, but mm-hmm. definitely should watch it more than once i didn't
3: understand it the first time i watched it I had no idea what was going on until we got to the the um, the superhero guy that was coming, like he was going to show them or whatever, like until mm-hmm. that point. But, like, I didn't understand. I'm like, why are we following the life of a maid and this family and nothing happens, you know, for an hour? But then I went back and I was like, whoa, a lot is happening right now. Because mm-hmm. it's just, you're just following a woman caring after a family and their kids right. with nothing really happening for an hour. But when you're paying attention, you're just like, oh shit, this family is disintegrating in front of my very eyes. This character, this maid has so. So much more going on in her life that she has to deal with. Like, I mean, yeah, I I loved it too. Loved it.
2: Definitely recommend that to anyone who hasn't seen it. Oh man, God, I gotta watch a lot of films. (laughs) You do. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, man, I took a lot of thinking, but I'm, I'm, I'm feeling confident. Number one is going to be First Reformed.
0: First Reformed. First Reformed. This movie
2: is written and directed by Paul Schrader. You might know him as writing these uh, minor movies, Taxi Driver and Raging Bull.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I vaguely remember this uh, uh,
2: This minor film, just yeah, small just time films. minor films. Yeah. Um, the movie stars Ethan Hawke. Uh, it's about a, a menace. The plot states, uh, a minister of a small congregation in upstate oh, New York yeah. grapples with mounting despair brought on by tragedy, worldly concerns, and a tormented past. Uh, phenomenal acting by Ethan Hawke. Uh, he, he's become one of my favorites over the years. Since he's, he's very since, underrated. Uh, yeah. I love Richard Linklater movies, and he's yep. in like pretty much all of his movies. Yeah. Um, he plays the tormented preacher in this movie. Uh, perfectly symmetrical wide-angle shots. Um, there's something very interesting in place in every space of the frame. That's uh, it's still shots that I really liked, and um, there's even a, a screen grab from First Reformed. That I think you can find when you look it up on IMDb, where he's like, Ethan Hawke is kind of standing um, in front of a um, like a chemical plant, mm-hmm. and the sky is purple, oh, nice. and it just looks, it looks amazing. Um, loved that, loved that shot. Uh,
0: Amanda Seyfried, for you too. Yeah, she was great
2: well. in it too. Um, I really loved one of the central plots of the story, which was uh, kind of about coming to terms with the fact that we have caused. Irreversible environmental damage to this planet, and uh, about and I really liked and it it also kind of talked about how little the majority of us care that we've left future generations with a a planet that will be unable to sustain itself. That shot right there uh, is a very fascinating subject to me. Something I feel near and dear about. Uh, Super intense and really unique, and a very powerful ending as well. But, um, yeah, man, it, it took a lot of thinking. But that that, that one definitely takes number one, First Reformed. Oh, fuck
0: yeah, man. That's a really interesting list. It yeah. shows me that I was so busy with this show I didn't get <laughs> yeah. to watch. Yeah, I had to hunker show.
2: down and not have a social life for yeah. a while. Two weeks. Yeah. The past two weeks, I've done nothing but watch movies the past two weeks. It's
0: fucking rough. Yeah,
2: I like my list for sure. That was a good
0: nice. list. All right, so my list is nowhere near as curated as both of yours lists, I think. Um, to the point where like, I have so much catching up to do that I have an <laughs> honorable mention list, but I also have a movies that I would have liked to watch in 2018 <laughs> list. I made a list like that, um, ones I wish I would have uh, seen. I'm just going to go through them really quick. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, mm. The Favorite, Annihilation, If Beale Street Could Talk, mm. Cam, The Clough Hitch Killer, Tully, Terminal, I Think We're Alone Now, First Man, Roma, The House of Jack built, American Animals, and then First, Reformed. So those are movies that I didn't get to watch in 2018, that I am sure would have earned the spot in the list mm. had I watched them.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so yes, my honorable mentions. Um, Chris, you got your wish. Avengers: Infinity War is nowhere near a top ten. There we go. Uh, but it is isn't my honorable mentions. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I'm not a fan of the movie. I'm not a fan of like the like the entire Marvel saga of cinema. Yeah. Um, but it has had a huge feat in filmmaking and like the sort of the conglomeration of so much effort and so much planning and so much work that went into creating that franchise so it gets an honorable mention for me
1: yeah
0: and um, plus thanos was one of the coolest bad guys in a marvel movie yeah. in a long time um black panther is also in there mm-hmm. um same re- pre- like a lot of the same reasons like huge cultural impact a yeah. really interesting fun representation of like um you know, like um afro retro afro futurism or afrofuturism. Okay. Afro punk, I think is what they actually call it. All right. Um I thought it was a great interpretation of that. Yeah. Fucking love the movie. Um very good movie. And then Thor Ragnarok is an honorable mention, too. Yep. Um Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther are the same fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. but I love uh, Taika Waititi's um <laughs> directing stuff. That's his name. <laughs> <laughing>.
2: <laughs> Didn't I laugh about it last time y'all said no, this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, he's not. He's done Hunt for the Wilder People, which yep. is an amazing film.
1: Yep, yep, yep.
0: Um, so I love that. Deadpool too also mm. made in my honorable mentions. A lot of the superhero movies end up in my honorable mentions. Okay, because I I quite like them. Yeah. but a lot of the times, they just look it's like, the Yeah, you
2: like them, but they're yeah. like, come on, man. Right, yeah. In a list, in terms <laughs> <Yeah>. of,
3: like. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see, well, when you get to the top 10, like, with all the movies you didn't see, mm-hmm. and then all those movies that are in the the honorable mentions, what made the top 10? Uh, but no, 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 keep going, I'm sorry. No, no, no yeah, <laughs> sorry.
0: It turns out, like, a lot of the movies that I saw this year were a bunch of, like, what was pop culturally present, mm-hmm. because I went to go see movies as a social event a lot, mm-hmm. okay. instead of, like, sitting in my couch and watching a movie that I wanted to watch. Yeah. Um, so upgrade made it into the honorable mentions nice. for the same reasons Jonathan said. It's yeah. fun, creative, interesting, well shot, great premise, yeah. and uh, just the acting was something that served the film very well. Nice. I think I think it was I think it's a great film and everyone should watch it. Gosh, a Star, Star be- Is Born is my last honorable mention. Nice. I really really like the film.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, and like I'm not into romance movies as much either, but I can yeah. acknowledge when a good romance movie happens. Yeah. Um, and A Star is Born is definitely one of the best romance movies that have come out in the recent years sure for me. sure is. I really like Bradley Cooper's direction. Lady yep. Gaga's performance is amazing. Yep. And I had a really, like, it hit me emotionally. It hit a chord emotionally, and I really liked it. Okay. Um, all right, so that's my honorable mentions. My top ten list is Panos Cosmato's Mandy. Mandy. Uh, I thought, like, I thought it was, like, a fucking... Nicolas Cage, first of all, is amazing <laughs> hey for that he kind he of is. movie. Like, I, I know we like to make fun of Nicolas Cage because he does weird shit, but, like, what a fucking legend that <laughs> man is. Um, I loved it. His performance was amazing. The editing was spectacular. The style was fucking crazy. Yeah. I loved it. It was brutal. And, like, Jonathan said, it was psychedelic. Uh, and, like, I really wanted to not like it because I really fucking hated Beyond the Black Yeah, the Rainbow. Shit Rainbow, yeah. Like, I really fucking hated it. <laughs> yep. Um, And I wanted to not give this guy the satisfaction of having liked one of his movies after putting me through that. But Mandy is a good fucking film, and I liked it, and I recommend it. Um, Number nine, uh, A Quiet Place. uh, I think is like it's on the list interestingly because I had a really good time watching it. Mm -hmm. Like I don't I don't think it's one of like it's it's a particularly good mention in the horror verse. You know, like it's not a it's it's a good film. It's a good horror film. Um so it gets number 9 cuz I had a good time. Yeah. Um my number 8 is uh Summer of 84 um uh, which is directed oh by yeah, three we people. Yeah, Yeah, we saw it together. Uh Anneleise Francois, François Grimard, and Carr Carville. I butcher all of those names. But <laughs> it's like it's a it's a trio, it's a directing trio and it was a really fun movie in the spirit of like writing the spirit of Stranger Things where they revisit the 80s with a modern lens. Mm-hmm. Um about a cop that was um that the, neighbors, the neighborhood kids thought he was a serial killer and investigated him on being a serial killer. It's a really good film, really good performances by all the, the, the kids. Uh, it was a very surreal uh, kind of look to it and uh, I just saw a lot of kind of pretty bleak
2: ending too I liked that a lot
0: yeah and the bleak ending sort of takes a formula that you'd expect from these movies and then just goes like fuck Fuck you yeah yeah that was -hmm. was summer of 84 it's released by Back Alley Films yeah it
2: really didn't have a it didn't have a wide release at all Mm -hmm. they showed it in a tiny screening room at VizArt and we went and saw it
0: yeah it's really good I invited you to it I remember talking to you about it
3: I remember remember the invitation I forget what I was doing though
0: so uh it's good. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, great film. Oh, yeah. Uh search it out if you haven't seen it. It deserves the recognition. Nice. Uh my number seven is You Were Never Really Here. Mm. Um I think I watched this yesterday and I think that it is just a phenomenal fucking looking film. Like I didn't I honestly didn't understand the story a lot. No. Um so like I have to rewatch it and like read into it. But like like cinematography was gorgeous. Walking Phoenix's performance was just like Fucking amazing! I loved watching him in that movie. He f- f- looked daddy as fuck. <laughs> and like he's just so good. Um, I really like the the scenes where he's attempting suicide or like pretending to kill himself. You know where he's mm-hmm. like or imagining mm-hmm. that he's killing himself. That that, that
2: scene I was telling you about where he comes out of the shadow, mm-hmm. about to jump over the ledge or something, or jump in front of a train. I think yeah, yeah something like it, that. Yeah, it's that one shot that I loved so ah, much. I
0: Fucking love it. I I just like I love how like, heavy of an emotion him pretending to, like, choke himself with a plastic bag is. Yes. And then you're just, like, his mom calls him and he takes off the plastic bag like he's just, like, doing laundry. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, a really bizarre mixture of emotions. Fucking loved You Were Never Really Here. Yeah. I think it's one of the best-looking films on this list. It looks fucking gorgeous. Oh nice. um And the ending had me going, like, Jesus Christ, what hey. the fuck? Um, I gotta see that. I can't wait for that. My number six is another movie that I got to see at Visart called Bodied. Bodied.
2: Uh, <laughs> 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 to me, man, I was like, hey, that sounded familiar. Saying, oh, my God, yeah. Bodied.
0: Me and Jonathan also went to go see that at Visart, yeah. and it was uh, it's about a, a college, <laughs> like a white college boy
3: mm-hmm.
0: that is writing a thesis on rap battle. Okay. And then, But he ends up becoming a rap battle. Himself that's the Eminem ba- thing you talking That's about? the Eminem yeah. thing that I was talking about. Okay. Um, the performances are dubious sometimes a lot of the times they're bad on purpose mm. um, they, it makes fun a lot of the social political climate of 2018 yeah. um, which I'm not particularly sure I agree with the angle it's taking on a lot of those issues um, but the editing was fucking phenomenal it was stylistic it was a lot of fun the director Joseph Kahn is a music video director Okay, um, and he's done a lot of work for Taylor Swift mm. uh, and so like the filmmaking is fucking top notch uh, and okay. And, like, I forgot the the lead's name, but he was an American vandal. Yeah, um, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Um, fucking, just, I love the energy of the movie. It, it was fucking great. It was super fun. And it becomes, it starts off as, like, a, a, a sort of, like, a raunchy, almost comedy-style vibe of, like, exploring racial issues. But it turns into this really great character study of, like, what happens when someone becomes part of a culture that they normally wouldn't be integrated with, mm-hmm. and what did that what does that look like? Yeah. I like that angle. I like that it took itself seriously near the end. It switched completely emotional tonalities, but yeah. it did it in a great way. Um, so, bodied really for me gets like a fucking thumbs up. I really like that film.
3: Callum Worthy. Callum Worthy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Um, great fucking film. Loved it. Uh, my number five is Iola. Uh, no wait. My number five is Hereditary um i think it's like we've said it before it's one of the fucking great classics of horror mm-hmm. i think from now on it's like I, I i struggle to use the word classic but it's a movie that's going to be a classic mm-hmm. um later on because it just nails cinematography emotional tonality tension tension relief everything it's fucking good um the the leads were amazing tony collette has become one of my favorite actresses after her. this movie yeah, she yes. is so good ah, in that movie so good um, absolutely love the hell out of hereditary and I will watch anything that Ari Aster puts out from now on. Yeah. Um, number four is Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs. Really? Um, I almost forgot to include that movie in the list because <laughs> it happened so early in the year. Yeah. Um, but truly like what an amazing feat of like stop motion animation and, like, what a great cast for voice acting. And yeah. just, like, what great fun that movie watched. Like, I, I never was completely saw enchanted.
2: I never saw it. It's worth it. Yeah, Especially it's on the list, list for sure. I just never got around to it. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I was absolutely enchanted by the presentation of that film. And I loved I really, really did love it. So that's my number four. Uh, my number three is uh, Sorry to Bother You right. with Lakeith Stanfield. Um, I really fucking
2: love that movie. <laughs> well, both of you in that fucking movie, dude. It's not in my top ten. What are it's in your about? honorable mentions. You are it no, you're, no. You're in the same category <laughs> with Brian. <laughs> The movie was dog shit. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was dog shit. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ugh, none of you can even tell me what it was about. That's how bad it was. It was I can a tell a, you what it's about.
0: It's a metaphor for anti-capitalism in the
2: workforce. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Brian. Go ahead.
3: Number three. <laughs> like, like, sorry we'll, to Bobby. We'll, we'll give him shit about it being in this top three <laughs> later. But but shit, <laughs> you know, no, let him live for right now. No. <laughs> I think
0: "Sorry to Bother You" was like a really good. Um, it was like a really good metaphor of a movie. You it, know? Was. Like it, it had a message. It, it wanted to tell that message, but that also did it in a fun way. Like mm-hmm. once you get past the horse cock and the cocaine and the crazy shit, yeah, um, then you really start to get this message of um, what exploiting minorities look like in the workforce and, and sort of the anti-capitalism, the capitalism that ruins um, society, I would say. And sort of the anti-intellectualism that is created this anti, this like, YouTube virality um, sort of trend in, in culture. Um, so I think sort of, Bother You is a multi-layered. <laughs> I really do think it's a I'm multi-layered. I'm going to let you live, Brian. That's fine. It's, do your thing. It's really good. Multi-layered, really funny. Like, he Stanfield nailed it. And uh, Tessa Thompson was uh, was pretty fucking fantastic. Yeah, she too. She's good. Um, She's killing it lately. Yeah, she is. So um, that's my top three. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 my... My second film is Black Clansman. Um, okay, I nice. think uh, Spike Lee did an amazing job telling that story. It made me laugh, but it was also like culturally poignant and emotionally relevant to what was happening today. And, uh, and who would have thought that a movie about fucking Man would have been culturally relevant mm-hmm. in 2018? <laughs> yeah. um, but I think uh, like fantastically well-directed, fantastically well-acted, amazingly well-written. Christopher Toff did a great job as David Luke. Uh, John David Washington was amazing, and Adam Driver, of course, did a fantastic job. And I walked out of that movie theater after that ending. I walked out with like a heavy fucking heart, but in like like ah oh, fuck, the movie was so good, it was so funny. Ah, and then yeah, yeah like, but ah, oh, I feel
1: bad thinking yeah. like it's funny.
0: <laughs> and then like he fucking played real clips of like the recent Nazi marches and yeah, everything. It was yeah. just like. Jesus Christ, fucking heavy movie, um, but really well made, fantastically well shot, and Spike Lee is amazing. And I was happy that, like, I, w- I went through the entire movie watching, I was just like, where's the Spike Lee shot? Where's the Spike Lee shot? And then he did it, like, rather right <laughs> yeah. What is a
2: Spike Lee shot?
0: It's uh, when people are standing on the dolly that the camera's in, and they move it's across weird. the space um, with the camera. So, like, what it creates is, like, the background moves, but the camera stays, and the people stay in the same. Uh, okay, um, so It's like a supercut that I'm sure you can find on YouTube. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. And then, um, so the Black Clansman's second movie. And then my first movie is, of course, going to be Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. I think it was, um, like, as far as movies go, like, it, it was well written. It was really fun, really well structured, and really well directed film. But also, the fact that it was an animated film that took its style the way that I wanted to take it. It didn't concern itself with being realistically flashy. It didn't concern itself with following behind some notion of what animation can be. It just did what it fucking wanted to do. And it did it incredibly well. And I that was like the first time in 2018 where I walked out of a movie theater and just going like, I had a really great fucking time watching that movie.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, so Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse gets my top one. Nice. Um, John Mulaney was fantastic. Nicholas Cage was fantastic. Uh, I don't know who voiced Penny Parker. Um, Miles More like it was it was such a great story of like uh, G- Miles More Gwen Spider Gwen Spider Gwen was great.
2: Uh, you, do too. you ask who voiced her?
3: No, Penny, uh, Penny, Penny Parker.
0: Penny Parker. She was the Asian Spider Girl. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Um, I love. I loved. Like I loved all that interpretation of Spider Man. I loved Miles Morales as Spider Man. Yes. I love the structure of the film. I love how silly it got. How it didn't take itself seriously, but it took
2: itself. I loved Wilson Fisk in it, man. I loved how. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was, yeah, was awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: with his tiny ass head. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, absolutely fucking love that film. I think it's uh, it's my movie of the year. Um, for me I really liked it and of course it stemmed that fantastic Nicholas Cage quote it's like I, sometimes I burn a mash to the tip of my fingers just so I can feel something <laughs> feel
2: <it. laughs> before, you make, before you do your averages can we take like five minutes to talk about what's some dog shit that we saw Yeah, <laughs> yes. oh yeah. alright okay. I, I gotta get this out there one of the worst <laughs> movies of 2018 fucking awful The Mule Clint Eastwood <laughs> I've hated Clint Eastwood since he put out that dog shit American Sniper mm. with that fake ass story fuck that movie Fuck Clint Eastwood, you're acting as trash. The whole fucking movie, he was being that old man yelling at a speeding train. Was yeah. with all these kids, oh, you don't know how to change a tire, boy? If you get off your cell phone, you'd know how to change one. Yeah. <laughs> he, he
0: was also the guy that, like, talked to a change and,
2: and he was like, I, he was like cringy racist. Like, I'm fine with <laughs> watching racism in a movie. Like, right. that doesn't that doesn't bother me. But, like, Watching him do it, it's like I know that it was his idea. Right, yeah. <laughs> like you know like, that he feels it. Yeah, yeah, I know it was his idea. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the woman who plays his wife, I think, is a good actress. But in this movie, she was awful.
0: It was <laughs> just, just corny. It was well, awful. Clint Eastwood directed it too, right? Yeah,
1: yeah dude. So yeah. But,
2: uh, and it's apparently a true story. So mm-hmm. it's like, what, what can I really gripe about that part? But I know that there's parts of it that Clint Eastwood put in himself. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. He's eighty-eight years old, man. Like, yeah, I absolutely can respect all the spaghetti westerns that he did in the yep. past. Those are classics, mm-hmm. no question. But today, it, today's Clint Eastwood bugs the shit out of me, mm-hmm. and that movie was corny and it was clunky, and <laughs> totally underutilized two fantastic actors, Michael Pena and Bradley Cooper, who yeah, are Michael both Pena in the Pena movie. Bradley Cooper
3: didn't have the time, I don't think.
2: Did, pr- maybe didn't. Maybe he didn't. But uh, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, I was really under, very underwhelming from yeah. them, and uh, also Venom. I was not that impressed by Venom. I no, thought it it's was not a good movie. I, I thought it was oh. really
0: mm. cheesy. I still haven't
3: seen that, so I don't know.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, very cheesy.
2: Uh, Got I, a cult following for some weird reason.
0: I
3: heard that they were, they made him into a hero in the movie. It's just they, yeah.
0: they're trying to go to
2: the that.
3: It was out.
0: also
2: clunky, like the way it yeah. happened, well,
0: not with tonality, but like the way the character behaves. Kinda Great kinda talent on it,
2: yeah. uh, and I'm interested. I, and I'm honestly. Woody Allen's gonna be, not Woody what? Allen. Woody, Woody Harrelson's <laughs> oh, gonna, gonna be in the next one, and I'm, I'm into that. So, you, so I'm still might go back. But uh, Woody Harrelson's. This good. one was cheesy. The cheesiest. Predator
0: movie was uh, on the same vein as I never saw that one. The
3: what movie? The, Pre- Pre- the Predator. The, the, Predator. The, the Predator.
2: Oh, okay, The
0: Predator Just got absolute shite
3: reviews uh, the entire time.
2: I, I I missed I missed Border. I feel like that would have been on my list. Oh my like, god, I got a
3: shit movie I want to throw in there got a shit movie.
2: No, I meant Border is in a good movie.
0: Oh, what oh yeah. well, what's your shit movie? movie? Downsizing.
3: Downsizing, downsizing, down, downsizing with the uh, with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Don't see that. <laughs> that, came out in 2018?
0: that came out in 2018.
3: That came out in 2018. I mean, Suburbicon came out in
0: 2018, too. Yeah, yeah dude, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I, I,
3: I, I watched <laughs> this, this movie from the beginning to the end, this Matt Damon movie, beginning to the end. This is so trash, man. And I paid $4.99 on Amazon Prime to watch it. <laughs> oh, wow. I paid to watch this <laughs> trash of on, a movie. That shit's on HBO, dude. Is it on HBO?
2: Yeah. No, HBO. it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. yeah you know, you, you're no, paying. no, you don't have to. I didn't have rent. to pay for that? No, you didn't have to pay for that. I, oh, if you have Amazon I have Amazon no, no, no. maybe it's yeah. on Netflix you can definitely stream it for free for, mm, on one of those I know platforms.
3: I paid for this bullshit but, it, but so it was very upset like this movie is not good it's supposed to be a comedy drama but it's just like there's no meshing of the, the genres at all there's there's slapstick comedy amidst a very serious situation to where they're trying to save the world and that's where they're downsizing themselves because it's less pollution less you know toxicity to the world all these things they're trying to do by making themselves very small and it um it's, it's very um, reminiscent of Sorry to Bother You and Sorry to Bother You they, they send you to like a warehouse place to where it's a carefree place and you can work there and you're working for the government and you're actually helping out that this downsizing is the same thing but instead of going to work at this government place you're making yourself small and it's just like what are the ramifications of making this choice right. the same thing so I mean but it's very similar tonality. It's like you're going for the very silly and you also have the drama from trying to get your point across. Yeah, but
0: and it didn't blend them as not, well. As sorry to bother you.
3: It wasn't as funny as Sorry to Bother right. You. You know, it didn't have those same moments. But yeah complete waste of time do not recommend <laughs> watching this the only saving grace for this movie i think i talked to brian about it last week or the week before there's an asian lady whose name i can't remember right now and they have her playing a stereotypical like asian character and she talks like the um, like if you see watching a movie and have like stereotypical asian people in a nail salon and the way that they talk they have her speaking in broken English like that the entire movie. And it's cringy to me because I'm sure she speaks perfectly good English, you know, and she's doing that, you know. Yeah, oh, I can, I, I, you're already a five minute. I, I help you. I do this and it. But like she's talking like that. God, damn, do, 22%. What?
2: Oh yeah.
3: yeah. Oh. <laughs> I forgot oh, that I have no, the it's, it's so bad, but the but she does such a good role besides like the stereotypical uh, just playing that part, and I hate that it was even written. But she does a amazing job. So if you do happen, wasn't it Hong Chao? Hong Chau. Yeah. Hong She's wow, from Thailand. It's
2: yeah. got a decent Metascore. The guy that directed it directed uh, Nebraska. Oh, with Bruce. Oh, like Nebraska. Yeah, oh, listen, right. Alexander Payne. Mm. Metascore is like sixty-three. That's like slightly it's above like, average. Uh, if it's in green, I'm always like, oh, okay. <laughs> it
3: has got to be above a 7.5. Yeah, point Nebraska.
0: Wow, wow. He looks like a bootleg Neil Gaiman. He kind of does. He does look like Neil Gaiman.
3: Yeah. He did Sideways. I like Sideways. No, Sideways oh, is still. a good one.
2: Okay.
3: Be, that's, that's all, all right, I have so for don't go man. watch Downsizing.
2: Cool. No, don't yeah, Unless no. you want to see... An off-year for yeah. Alexander Payne. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: And uh, Suburbicon are on the same oh. pages. Yeah. I think yeah. that came out in 2018. That was a fucking like shite movie, too. Yeah. Both with Mark Wahlberg.
3: Yeah.
0: I wonder how Mark Wahlberg would feel about... You guys and
1: fucking...
0: They look the same. Oh, that's a Spike Lee super yeah, shot. Yeah, I was same. wondering why we were talking. Yep. Yeah. Did
2: you see anything? you see any garbage? Uh,
0: not particularly. I didn't even see a lot of good things. I just like, every time there was something that I like didn't like, I just walked out. I just, or not walked out, I just didn't watch it anymore. Because a lot of the things that I didn't like. I walked
2: I like, out of the mule, but I put in like two hours. Damn. I was, I was just just like, like dude, I can't do it any longer. Mm-hmm.
3: I I want you to go back and listen to last year's episode. This is the reason I bring this up because Mm -hmm. I was just listening to it and you said the exact same thing last year. You went to go see a movie like it was the Lego movie or some type of cartoon movie. This time last year. And he was like, I'm not a person that walks out of the movies. When I go to see a movie, I go see it. And I walked out of this. It was that bad. And now with this year. It There's was not like, movie. Hey. It's one movie every year. Yeah, it's about one a year, man. It sounds like, like you walk out. out. of here. I got
2: to get out of here. My mom. My mom. This is my mom's idea. We went and saw it together. And she was yeah. like, you want to go? <laughs> my mom didn't like it either. I, no. It's an old people movie. Yeah, oh. yeah. Old, old people that are like resentful to millennials will love oh. this movie. Okay.
3: Yeah, my dad said he didn't to like shut it
0: shut the
2: fuck up
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway God damn. Right, I think
0: that's it for our top 10 movies I think we had some very no good we we got
3: we got to come up with the uh, the average now
0: yeah, yeah, that's yep. what I was leading you. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've okay, um, stepped my on your shit. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> go, ahead. Just well, go ahead, and we're good. I'm just
3: gonna hold the mic. Well, Jonathan <laughs> fixes his mic that he's broken off the table. <laughs> um, all right, so, um, so I told you before, um, audience members, um, how this is gonna be averaged out. So, um, so say I have a movie that's number one. Uh, Jonathan has one number five, and then it's a number. Um, it's not on Brian's list. Then it will be a uh, number eleven. You'll take those three, then your average amount and divided by three. So out of all of those movies, we have seven that we've. Um, that we all seen and averaged out uh let's see so the first one is going to be number seven the number seven movie is mandy mandy was the number seven uh, movie of number seven, seven?
2: number seven wait so we're doing seven
3: that's all we had. That's all we got. Because, I mean, it's like it'll be a movie our, that you've seen alone. Our, and our then, list is so different, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like it has, it has to be at least two people seeing the movie. Okay. So it's like if I have it in number one and it's not on either one of your, your guys' lists, it yeah. can't be listed. Can't so, in, okay,
0: yeah. cool. So, so our bottom seven. Our bottom Mandy. seven,
3: yeah. Starting at number seven is Mandy. The, uh, the next movie, number six, that you should be seeing average out is Isle of Dogs.
0: I made it number six. Oh, yeah.
3: That's uh, between me and you. I had it at number 10. You had it at not at all. Well, Jonathan had it not at all, so that was number 11. And yeah. then you had it at number four. Right. So, uh, so that is Isle of Dogs. Number five, you were never really here. Nice. I got to number five, so our top five. five I didn't see that movie, and I re- I regret it. But um, that's number five. Number four is Black Klansman. Nice. Black Klansman made everyone's list, I do believe. I sure did. Yeah, yeah that- Uh, The next number three, Roma. Interesting. I have Uh, to say that. I really have to say it. Roma got moved up pretty high. It was number two on my list, number two on Jonathan's list. It wasn't on Brian's, but the two number twos averaged it out and brought it up to the number three movie. The number two movie, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Fuck yeah. Uh, It was number one on my list. It was number one on Brian's list. It was not on Jonathan's list, but two number ones brought that movie up the same way uh, Roma was brought up like that. Uh, And the number one movie, we all seen this movie, all had it in our top ten, Hereditary. Nice. And that's, it's hands down, it wasn't even close. It was all, it was in all of our top fives. This is the only movie that it was in all of our top fives.
0: Fuck yeah. It's it's well deserved. I mean, it's a phenomenal fucking film. Oh yeah. I love it so much. Oh yeah. Cool. Cool. That's a good list, man. It is. That is a well-sized list. It is. Um, Well, with that, I guess we should cut into what's coming out in the next week mm-hmm. um, I got to catch up on a lot of fucking cinema mm-hmm. so I'll be busy over the last couple of months um, but yeah so we're going to cut and then we'll be right back with television and movie premieres mm-hmm. back.
2: welcome get, back you do your part first sorry
1: <laughs> no, we'll
0: good. let Brian do his
2: part first. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Uh, welcome back. Television and movie premieres.
3: All right. Television and movie premieres from Tuesday, January the 1st through Monday, January the 7th. Uh, not a lot to see here, but the first one's going to be Tuesday on New Year's Day, a series of unfortunate events. It's going to be too. a dramedy com- comedy on Netflix. How on do you feel about that? Did you watch it for season? the first um, season? Is that the Lemony Schnicket's? Yeah, Lemony Snicket's yeah. unfortunate. Um days? no. No. No, they didn't watch it? No. no.
0: Did you watch it, Jonathan?
2: Lemony Snicket? Mm. Yeah.
3: No. <laughs> you, I mean, but like wasn't uh, Jim Carrey attached to like a movie. Yeah, I love ago? that one. Okay, okay, the movie hard. was fucking great. Yeah, yeah, that, that was hilarious. Yeah, I yeah, with that. Um
2: but I didn't
0: I did not watch the show more than nope. like three episodes. Nope. I just wasn't feeling it. Me neither. Just wasn't feeling it. The narration no. is fun, but that's about it. Yeah.
3: But that's that's Tuesday on New Year's Day. The next thing is gonna be Wednesday, January the second, grown-ish. It's from um What's a blackish is a blackish spin off. Mm-hmm. Grown ish is a comedy on Freeform, form Wednesday, January the 2nd. We have to stop with, Wait, with spinoffs. spin-offs. Like, it's never gonna stop. We have to stop. It, well, I can like promise I, you it won't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Like, I'm fine. Like, blackish existed. Hmm? It happened. Think of a new one. Think of a new one after that. I'm not you're mad at it. Just because like
3: I'm, I'm, I'm a like I'm a huge TV person, and mm-hmm. a lot of the time spinoffs become better than original shows. I mean, you're there, right. there'll be no such thing as Better Call Saul. You know, without like, Breaking Bad for sure. Yeah, but it's like a lot of people regard Better Call Saul as more interesting and entertaining than Breaking Bad. I, yeah. I mean, I think you're wrong that it's not a better, but. It's more entertaining at some points. Yeah, I,
0: I I I gen- I genuinely think Better Call Saul is a better show. Okay,
3: you Okay, uh, you're one of them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like when the spinoffs sometimes spinoffs can be pretty good. See, but yeah, but, but, but that's work. not a
0: sitcom. Breaking Bad is not a sitcom. No, no, just show, Breaking Bad is a drama, mm. story-driven show like with like a y- like
3: young yep. Sheldon. Yeah, like, Big oh Bang Theory. Oh, God, not happening. Not doing it. <laughs> not doing that.
0: Mm. Fucking destroy me.
1: Not doing that.
2: Oh, Roseanne, the the oh, yeah, I got what's what's it The, Connors, the Connors is alright, man. Yeah. i like people, I think I thought people hated the Connors.
3: I mean, probably like the right wing people that are mad that they don't have a Trump supporter on the show anymore.
1: That's true. <laughs> you that's
3: know, true. but the Connors was alright. Like I've seen a few episodes. But um, but yeah, that's Wednesday, January the 2nd, grown-ish. Uh the same day that Wednesday is gonna be Mythbusters Jr.
0: I'm done. I'm <laughs> fucking done.
3: <laughs> The Mythbusters <laughs> are done. What's, what, what, what's it let it call- them be Wh- fucking done. What's it called again, Chris? <laughs> Mythbusters Junior. <laughs> <laughs> a little
0: crack. Gotcha. Yep.
3: gotcha. We,
0: let's be fucking. All right. We had a good 12-year run yep. with the goddamn Mythbusters. Yep. And then the three other interesting people left, mm-hmm. and then the, the remaining two interesting people yes. gave you a good last run. Yeah, they gave you a good sign off yep. let it die, let it fucking die. Wow.
3: I mean <laughs> this this is this is very much supporting your case, and they do, doesn't like, need to be spinoffs. The, the, <laughs> like right call after. it
0: another thing. Bring fucking bring someone else. Give a show to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, fucking get some signs. You might want to
3: wait a little bit on Neil deGrasse Tyson because right. he's yeah. in the middle of a shitstorm.
0: Yeah, he's a he, he is in the middle of a shitstorm. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, I, give, give a show there. to someone. Yes. Like, and who the fuck is in Mythbusters Jr.? Yeah. Who the fuck is in there? Um, they're going to carry a whole 11-year franchise on the back of their fucking shoulders. Just give them a new name. Let them figure it out on their
3: own name. Is, is that a, it features <laughs> six young regulars. It's a shite are, state of affairs. <laughs> 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 yeah, they've got 12-year-olds that are going to be on there.
0: I'm done. I'm already clicked out. I fucking hate kids on telly mm-hmm. when they're running the
3: fucking show. They it's are, not man. interesting. Yeah. So Not that's <laughs>
0: fucking interesting.
3: That's, uh, but that's going to be on Wednesday, January the 2nd. Uh, the next thing is going to be Friday, January the 4th. is Ron Funch's Giggle Fit. It's a comedy special on, um, Comedy Central at 11 p.m. that Friday. Uh, Ron Funch's has come a super long way. Uh, um, was it? Uh, he's a comedian. Um, you know, it's good. About? Yeah. It, man, it's like, I don't, he, I, I didn't know what to think about him. Like when I first seen him, he was probably like 400 so pounds, or he was on this show as an extra almost on, um, a show with Zoe Deschanel. Um, who's that girl? New girl? It's just New Girl. He was on New Girl and it was kind of funny, but like what he has a very high pitched, like effeminate voice. And it's just like, I was like, I kind of didn't know where the funny was with him. But now he's like down like 300 pounds. Oh, like, yeah, that's an old picture. Yeah. That's that's what he looked like when I seen him on Zoe Deschanel. And now he's like trimmed down to like, he's taken off 200 pounds or so. And I've gotten more accustomed to his comedy. It's like it's it's very weird thing. It's like it's someone that you don't want to assume sexuality of -hmm. a person, you know, just by the way that they speak and their mannerisms. But I assume this sexuality by the way he speaks and his body language. But he goes on talking about football and his girlfriend. And it's it's very odd for me. It's very, very odd. You know but um I really really like Funches. He's yeah. Those
0: things are not mutually exclusive. I do remember him on
2: on oh, the comedy zone.
0: Yeah, yeah like I do re- I do remember him
2: uh Have you been there? Comedy Zone? Several, yeah.
0: Times. Yeah. Several times. That's, that's, oh, like,
2: that's a done. that's a fucking cool ass place. Yeah.
0: Um, no wait, I think I did go there one Looks time. Looks like a oh. wine cellar. Um yeah, this guy is really fucking yeah, fucking funny. Yeah. I've seen him, I've seen him around.
3: It was just so hard for me to label him. Like I like to put people in boxes, and this guy just keeps breaking out, out of box after box. And I'm just like, you know what? I'll follow you. I kind of like you, bro. Nice. Yeah. But that's a Ron Funches giggle fit. That's Friday, January the fourth. Uh, last but not least, maybe least, I don't know. Is a uh, Sunday, January the sixth. It's the seventy sixth annual Golden Globe Awards. Um,
0: I'm so done with award shows. I like them. They're, ju- they're just. There's just a I bunch like em of. I like them too, Chris. I like them too. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Golden Gloves, not so much, but I'm, I'm an Oscars whore. It's mm-hmm. just
0: stuffy old white people pretending. to Know you what cultural it looks. is,
2: and I'm here for it. You know.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's It's like I, I'm, I'm here for the day that it's like stuffy old minorities up there. Well, you know.
0: It, yeah, but like to do that, we have to sift through like 20 more years of That's like. Yeah, old rubbish white people. That's it's what we're gonna do. Film.
3: That's what we're gonna do. Like yeah. I want, I want to not like the old stuffy minorities as much as I don't like the old stuffy white people. Yeah. You know, it's well, like
2: you're talking about the Academy, but yeah. but and I mean, we had the issue where there were awesome, no, so white. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was like three years, two yeah. three years ago. Yeah. But yeah. now it feels more inclusive. It's does that very not make, much more does, inclusive? Does that not make the Oscars I just up think, in your book? I just
0: book? think it's a ceremony that we don't need. You know.
2: I guess, when you're a filmmaker, yeah. you, you you see that they it's kind of irrelevant. I guess because like mm. what I don't know. Well, especially shit t- subjective, it's, you know.
0: Yeah. And also, but like especially in today's day and age, where mm. a lot of the content that they that's being put out there that's amazing mm. is not even gonna get looked at by the academy just because of the nature of how it was distributed.
3: I, I like the um, that acknowledgement for something like Roma. It's like for the whole year, like I didn't think you were gonna see Roma at all, you know. So I'm, I'm sitting here in my own mind, like this is an amazing film that I'll never be able to talk to, you know, about it with anybody. And the Oscars gives opportunities for movies like that that like the general public are not gonna see. So at least like someone like Alfonso, he gets the acknowledgement from his peers that, okay, I'm really yeah, good, that's because a good. That's a
2: good That's the, a good. argument. The general
3: yeah. audience is going to look at Roma and say, this is bullshit. It's, it's black and white. It's I black and white. is not good. Yeah. And it won't get yeah. in. They'll be like, Bird Box is where it's at. I'll yeah. tell you that. Infinity right. oh, War is so good. Infinity, yeah, Infinity Wars, War, that's man. That's where it's at. You know? yeah. So the Oscars will at least acknowledge you know somebody that's very good at their craft. You know, but that's that's what I like sure. about it. Yeah. But uh, that's Sunday, January the sixth. That's the Golden Globes. That's it for television. There's no real movies that's coming out because January first weekend is you know. It's
0: pretty. It's pretty dog shit. It's always gonna be dog shit yeah, because. going be like the PG-13 horror movies and all that shit.
3: Because everybody's put out their their movies at the end of the year so they can make it to the um, for the Oscars. So no one's releasing at the top of the year. But um, the two movies, one's called Great, Great, Great. It's um, directed by Adam Garnett Jones. A young couple's decision to get engaged threatens to break them apart, is the rundown on it. And the last one is Escape Room. It's PG-13. It's a drama <laughs> mystery sci-fi. Six strangers find themselves in circumstances beyond the control and must use their wits to survive. Um, no one of note is in this movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a close... <laughs>
3: <laughs> what a close
2: <laughs> What a closer Okay can we talk about Movies I'm excited for in 2019 Yeah I go yep. for it Because this movie This this episode's premiering on New Year's Day right New Year's Day Is it premiering on New Year's Day
3: Which one of these movies Is this episode premiering yeah, on yes. New Year's yes. Day Yes Okay
2: cool Alright folks 2019 Is yeah. going to be a good year For I, writers I, and th- directors I like writer director movies mm. uh, Only one that is not that which is going to be It Chapter 2 obviously super yeah. excited to watch that, Fucking love that I movie. mean it'll, it'll be all back on <laughs> your
3: number one for, for 2019 <laughs> <laughs> so we, we don't I have was all over Pennywise
2: 100%. Pennywise's dick in 2017 <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it uh, so but writer director films that I'm really excited for obviously going to go ahead and get it out of the way Quentin Tarantino gonna oh, yeah. watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Say what you want about the man, but you know you're gonna watch it. i mean, yeah, you I you will know, watch it. You know you're will. gonna watch it within the week it comes out. Yep, yep, I'm excited for it. Leo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt together. Mm-hmm.
0: Isn't Al Pacino in that show too? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I want yeah, like, to see Sal Pacino. Period piece. Quentin Tarantino
2: somebody. movie. I'm into it. Nice. Uh, the next one is going to be. Um, I'm looking forward to Glass, which comes yes. out, oh, which yeah. comes out <clears throat> ja- in January. January 18th. Uh So into it. I, I, am always going to back M Night Shyamalan. He's put out some duds in the past, what but I, I respect generous. his vision. Uh, and I, I, Glass looks really good. Did you see Unbreakable? A uh, long time ago. I really okay. need to rewatch. it. I watched it when I was little. Yeah. All right. I
0: have to rewatch that. Uh, I have to watch it. other did
2: watch one, it. One, another one that I'm really excited about. It's a movie called The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. It's, it's by Robert Eggers, mm-hmm. who directed The Witch.
0: Oh, The Witch is a fucking phenomenal. The thing. Lighthouse
2: stars Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. Oof, so into that those two. Both uh, if, if Willem Dafoe, I love Willem Dafoe. If you just say Robert Eggers writing and directing it, I'm gonna go watch it because <laughs> he he made an impact on me with The Witch. Um, the next one's gonna be um, Under the Silver Lake by David Robert Mitchell. Uh, he directed what does that name sound He directed It Follows. Um oh, I was wrote sorry. Wrote yeah. and directed It Follows. That's uh, STD movie in it. The yeah. STD horror. The STD ghost. Yeah, yeah. Under the, <laughs> s- <laughs> <laughs> under the Silver Lake got Andrew Garfield in it. It was supposed SDG. SDG. Oh, oh, yep. yeah. Got it. It yep. was supposed to uh, <laughs> it was supposed to come out this year but it's been delayed several times. Comes out in March. Looking what forward to that one. This? It's called Under the Silver Lake. Okay. It's got Let's Andrew see. Garfield in it. Okay. Uh, next one is going to be Velvet Buzzsaw. It's a movie written and directed by Dan Gilroy. He wrote and directed Nightcrawler. Yeah, Ooh. I fucking love that uh, movie. And, that's, and this Velvet Buzzsaw is bringing back Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, really? So I will definitely be Good watching combo that. Good for those two, yep. yeah. And then probably my most anticipated for 2019 uh, is uh, going to be Dragged Across Concrete, which is directed by, written and directed by um, C- Craig Zoller.
0: Okay. Oh, is he's is yeah. the guy from Brawler? He's Brawler the guy, guy
2: He's the guy that wrote and directed Brawl and Cell Block Ninety Nine and Bone Tomahawk to badass mm. movies. Dude's amazing. This one stars Vince Vaughn again and Mel Gibson. Um, okay. Looking forward to it. So it's gonna be a good year. I'm looking forward to the, yeah. the writer director movies. Oh yeah,
0: that's gonna be fucking dope. It is. Um, doesn't Scorsese put one out in 2019?
3: So yeah, it's you?
2: supposed to be Netflix. I think okay. um, it's The Irishman. Okay.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, The Irishman. Okay. Yeah, Irishman.
2: Cool. Yeah. Man, I think, you got
3: you get, any movies you're looking forward
0: to? Uh, not really. I haven't even looked into what 2019 is going um, to be. I'm
2: really, yeah, I'm really excited for Infinity War Part 2. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: um, <laughs> I'm excited to, like, here's what I'm looking forward for Infinity Wars Part <laughs> 2. I want Infinity Wars to happen. Yes. And then to, so that we, we have to stop talking about it. Yep. Like, after three months after the movie comes out. Mm. And just, like, shun anybody that mm, talks yeah. about it excitedly. Because, like, we know what's going to happen. We know what's going to do. And then we know that it's going to bring the other series of movies that's going to happen. Mm. Shut the fuck up. We know it. We just know. Mm. So, that's... I'm looking forward to not talking about Infinity Wars. <laughs>
3: Fucking stupid-ass
2: See, they still people. have it's movies planned in that, in that same universe after yeah. Infinity Wars is over. So, I'm, I'm really... I'm wondering if it's if it's ever gonna end because well, we're gonna get another homecoming movie, a Spider-Man movie. Speaking of, that's Far the movie home. I'm looking
3: forward to for 2019. Yeah, that homecoming. But, but
2: mm-hmm. like, but in that universe, you know, I'm, I'm like, when when's it gonna be done? Done it's, done done. It's gonna be done when it's the dead horse new stops
0: new spitting out money. That's when it's gonna be
2: done. I'm I'm down yes. for Marvel superhero movies. Yeah. Absolutely, but that's that particular yeah, just, cinematic universe. You yeah, because like Iron Man's done, Captain America's done. Mm.
0: They're just gonna bring in a new generation. They're gonna do what's they're just gonna keep happening in the comic industry. Where are like gonna get
2: another Black Panther, you know. Mm-hmm. And just like when's the when's well, the no end in, in sight? Yeah. You know. Like I said no, the dead horse not. is gonna keep spitting out money. Because the, the primary giving. you know antagonist in all these movies has been Thanos, and yeah. he I feel like he's probably gonna get taken care of. And no, and
3: well, what, what about um the cyborg uh, person from the first Avengers movie, um, uh, Ultron? Ultron. yeah. That was the second
0: Avengers movie.
3: O- yeah, Ultron is coming back. You know that, right? Why? Ultron's not dead. Well, I know he's not <laughs> like, dead. As, as, far, like, as far as the comic books, it's like after they get yeah. rid of Thanos, then they just, they the way that they get rid of him is they accidentally set up Ultron to make his way back in. Yeah, so it's like, as far as the comics, you know, yeah. so it's like, <laughs> that's 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 going like, to happen again. <laughs> your face is exactly <laughs> yeah. just, just tired.
2: It's
0: like Ultron wasn't even a good villain. <laughs> no, not, of-
3: you haven't seen the full yeah. Ultron yet. So like, so the, like the best version of Ultron comes later, but it's just exactly. like, I'm, I'm with y'all. I could do without it, no. but it's like, this animals. is this what's is supposed to it. happen.
0: Like, <laughs> for me, the franchise should have ended with the cocksucker snapped. Like, yep. that should have been it. Like, the white screen <laughs> just end the fucking movie. Doesn't
2: part two take place like a it couple, like after. five years I don't after? Think so. I, uh, I haven't we'll watched have watch the trailer. I'm no. not going to watch the trailer. No, have
0: no, no, I? Uh, maybe four years or something like that. Cause sure. like, but for me, Infinity Wars, the franchise should have ended with a snap. That's it. Um. Yeah, no, I'm not particularly. I old, heard sorry. a great Yo Mama joke.
3: Can I get my think? movies in that I want to see? 2019, over here doing real mama jokes and shit like I ain't got no movies I want to see. All right, well, Chris, your mama's so fat, Thanos had to snap twice. (laughs) 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 That's all I I wanted to say. That was a good way to work that in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, up. Um, Spider-Man, Sp- the new Spider-Man, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Andrew Garfield, I guess, is the guy playing him? Is that him? No, it's uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland, there we go. Andrew
0: Garfield Tom- was the garbage one, so we don't talk about
3: it. Oh, him. no, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, we won't talk about that again. Yeah, yeah but Tom Holland, sorry. I really love him as Spider-Man. So, I mean, I can't wait to go see this one coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, the next movie is uh, Toy Story 4.
0: Oh, uh, fuck it, I forgot that was happening.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping this is the last one, you know, because, I mean, not that they haven't gotten better, maybe progressively better since 1, 2, and 3, but... Um, mm-hmm. I'm kind of done, and I want this will be the last one, but I'm anticipating Holly. No. And last but not least, John Wick, Chapter 3.
0: Oh, fuck yeah. That does come out in 2019. Yes. Can't I wait. I about that. I am excited <laughs> as fuck for head. John Wick. Yep. yep. I am on Keanu Reeves' dick. Me too. The entire time for those movies. <laughs> so good. Oh yeah. Um, that's, all I that's all I had. Anything else? I'm good. I'm good. good. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Then I guess that's an episode for today, hey. and I'm going to do the little thing that we do. Right. Uh, thank you for listening you can find us on Twitter underscore FFS podcast you can find us on Facebook at the FFS podcast you can find us on iTunes podcast app uh, Google Play Music and uh, pretty much any other podcasting app under the name for film's sake my personal Twitter handle is at Brian Archilla
3: I'm at uh, T-H-A underscore V-O-N-Z hey.
2: fish out of water <laughs> fish out of fish out of Walter 2019 <laughs> I'm coming for you. Chocolate milk, you heard
0: me? (laughs) Let's
2: get this money, motherfucker. (laughs) Chocolate milk, you heard me?
0: Uh, Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a good time doing this episode. It's fun, love this one. Cheers. And uh, we will see you guys in the new year. Cheers. (laughs)